Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Oh, we're having a little difficulty. Let's try it again. I am the entertainer. And I know just where I stand Another serenader And another long-haired band Today I am your champion I may have won your heart And I know just where I stand Another serenader and another long-haired band. Today I am your champion. I may have won your heart, but I know the game and you forget my name. And I won't be here in another year if I don't stay on the charge. Ah, uh, it's skipping, so bear with it. Band. Today I am your champion. I may have won your heart, but I know the game and you forget my name. And I won't be here in another year if I don't stay on the charge. I am the entertainer and I've had to pay my price. Things I did not know at first. Burned by... All right, well, we'll just skip it there. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're having a tough time with our theme today, so that's okay. Welcome to Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. A little entertaining music by Billy Joel from 1976, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 116 of Raw Radio for Monday, November the 6th, 2017, ladies and gentlemen. 11 6 ladies and gentlemen, just a few weeks away from Thanksgiving, and we are here at episode 116-1-724-444-7044, caller ID 138-744-POUND, you can join us right now until 5 o'clock. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, playing the keys for you, and joining me on backup vocals and guitar is the human suplex machine oh. from Front Royal Virginia, John Rose. John, how are you today? It's me! It's me! 
<laughs> yes, it is indeed, Howard. Thank you very much, sir, John. And, of course, we are uh, definitely uh, have got a lot to talk about this afternoon, so put your feet up, crack open a cold one, Howard, even get a snack, Howard, or even a late lunch, Howard. We're here to entertain you for the next two-plus hours here, and believe me, we've got so much to talk about. We don't know where to begin, but let's start the news off, Howard. As you know, however, it was a somber scene, however, this weekend, however, in a lot of ways, however, but no more somber than down in Texas, of course, after what happened yesterday. In case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday morning, however, just outside of San Antonio, ladies and gentlemen, a very disturbing, dark incident occurred, ladies and gentlemen, where a young man, however, apparently broke into a church, we understand, however, at a First Baptist Church in Texas, however, and believe it or not, however... It has just been absolutely crazy, to say the least. In fact, however, it happened just outside of Sutherland Springs, Texas, yesterday, where a man identified as Devin Patrick Kelly of Texas sent threatening texts to his texts to his mother-in-law, if you will. But officials say yesterday, however, he went on a rampage, killing 26 people and wounding 20 others in what was described as the worst shooting in state history and the deadliest at any house of worship in the United States history. John, I know you'll be talking more about this tonight on the post-show, however, on your raw uh, recap, however, but uh, Texas, again, under very heavy scrutiny, this time not uh, in a bad, well, I wouldn't say in a bad way, but in a heartbreaking way. Your thoughts about well, this ordeal yesterday? You know what, Today, it's going to be a human suplex machine yes. bomb. And you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about right now. Certainly. You'll understand. Right. Um, if I can get it here. Go ahead. Um... I got a sound bite for that. Okay, huh. You didn't hear it. Nope. Okay. Seriously. Yes. A 26-year-old boy, a 26-year-old man like myself, Mm-hmm. Did this? I'm 26 years old myself, too. Right. And I would... What? And I would never, under any circumstances, go after a church, nor even threaten my mother-in-law with text messages, either. Right. Oh, yes. What that man did Yes. Was disgusting. Yes. Appalling. Yep. And he wanted to send a message. Yes, he did. Now, I don't care if it's mental illness. I don't care. Right. I don't care if it's physical illness. I don't care. Right. But what he did was, was cruel. What he did was child abuse, that child abuse as well. Yes, I did hear about that. That's right, yes. What he did was what he did was mm. spit in the spit in the face of our Lord, who sacrificed our life for us. Yes. Who died on the cross? Yes, he did. Certainly. And this coward thought he could get away with it. Yeah. This punk thought he had the malice 
and intent to go right after our kids, right, go right after our families. Mm-hmm. And now, and now ISIS is going to say, "Oh, look, we look, we did it, we did it, we claim responsibility." Bullshit! You didn't claim responsibility. Yeah. The only person that claimed responsibility was that goddamn twenty-six-year-old douchebag. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hundred percent with you. And talking about ISIS, we saw what happened last week in New York with what happened in the uh, car incident with that guy running over those people in New York City and Manhattan. And of course, I mean, New York has suffered long enough. Hard. Texas has suffered long enough. California has suffered enough this year with the fires in the last month or so. I mean, enough is enough already. It's time for. And just when you think, and just when you think something good happens to Texas, I mean. Houston just won the goddamn World Series for the first time. The first time. Yep, in 55 years in their history. Yes, you're correct. Exactly. And and them have the moment and the spotlight taken away. Yeah, agreed. It is sad. There's no question about it, John. I agree with you. It is heartbreaking. It is sad. It is traumatic. And it is painful. And we would definitely like to say on behalf of all those people in Sutherland Springs, Texas, however, as well as what's been going on in Houston, we've, we always say the same thing, but we, this is no more the case than today, however. Our thoughts and prayers are with you today in Sutherland Springs, however, after this very traumatic, this very heartbreaking, this gut-wrenching ordeal yesterday, however. And we will definitely be keeping our prayers and uh, thoughts with you today, however in more ways than one. So certainly, of course, we will continue to update you throughout the day. And if anything else comes of it, Howard, we will be sure to pass it along to you. Thank you very much, John. And, of course, John, we'll be talking more about this tonight, Howard, in the post show at around 1130 or so on Facebook.com. Be sure to check that out under G-R-O-H-S at Facebook.com, where he'll talk about Raw, he'll talk about this, he'll also talk about the Monday Night Football game, he'll talk about the world of news, however, sports, and anything in between here tonight. Now, let's look at the positive, Howard, and shift back to the positive for a change, Howard. A lot went down this past weekend, of course, as you know, of course, in the world of professional football and college football. In the you know what, J.D., before we, all, before we do that, yes, I, I, I have an idea. Yes, fire away. Go ahead. I have an idea. All right, fire away, please. And while John's checking that out, however, uh, I can report on some other news. If I'm going to talk about this real quick and get it out. Coming up today, ladies and gentlemen, we understand there is a new book out, ladies and gentlemen, called Crazy Like a Fox, The Definitive Chronicle of Brian Pillman 20 Years Later. Mark Madden, Les Thatcher, Shane Douglas, right. Raven, Kim Wood, Dave Meltzer, Jim Cornette, among others, talking about this very unique guy, however, who I've talked about for years should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I want to get John's take on this book and of uh, the uh, story of Mr. Pillman himself before we continue on with our uh, uh, top story. John, your thoughts about this new book coming out by uh, Brian Pillman today? I like I, I, th- I like it, man. I, I, I think it's going to be interesting. It's a 320-page book, and it talks about his football career, his wrestling career, a lot of his close friends and colleagues, of course, who worked with him over the years, guys like Raven, Dave Meltzer, Bruce Hart, Mark Madden, Les Thatcher, James E. Cornett, among others, however. I mean, he's going to talk, I'm sure, about his days in WCW as the light heavyweight champion and also the tag team champion with stunning Steve Austin later on Stone Cold. Of course, we'll talk about what he did with the Hart Foundation with Bret Hart and the whole 
Hart family thing. I'm sure there's going to be some other people, however, that will share stories about him. Of course, this guy died very uh, young, tragically, at the age of 30. And let me finish this up, John, real quick before we continue. 33. Uh, I've said for years this guy should go in the Hall of Fame. This is a guy who was a great tag team wrestler and a great singles guy. I mean, hell, he was one of the first light heavyweight champions in WCW back in the early 90s. And if they don't put him in the Hall of Fame next year, however, again, I think it's a crock of crap. Because this is a guy, I mean, yes, he had some personal issues. And the wrestlers all do have personal issues with whether they're demons or not, but this is a guy who tried to and really was one of the bigger names of the 90s, however, who made a big splash, whether he was fighting guys like uh, Eddie Guerrero, whether he was fighting guys like, say, uh, like I said, guys like Raven, or possibly even teaming up with guys like Austin and Bret Hart in the Hart Foundation. He also took on guys like Jushin Thunder Lager. This is a guy who should go in the Hall of Fame and should be recognized for his achievement. I mean, this is a guy who never thought he would play college football because he was considered too small. And when he was in college, he went up against the refrigerator, refrigerator Perry for All-American honors his senior year at tiny Miami of Ohio, where he grew up, compared to the fridge where he was at a big school, Tillman was at a small school, and he was first-team All-American his senior year, for God's sake. This is back in 1980-1981. This is before he got into pro football, and then afterwards he didn't do much in pro football, of course. He only lasted a few years, but then got into wrestling thanks to uh, the Hart family training him and everything up there in Calgary. But still, this is a guy who should be recognized for his achievements, both on and off the uh, wrestling mat. And yeah, they're going to say, oh, he did this, he did that. Yes, that's understandable. Most wrestlers do that sort of thing. And it's a shame most of these guys have either gone before us, our guys are still doing it to this very day. But this is a guy who busted his ass for 10 years and was never told he could speak, let alone wrestle, in his career of 33 years. So I would say this is going to be a great book to read. I am looking forward to getting a copy of it myself. I hope to get it this week or in the next few weeks. And if I do, I will be sure to pass it on to you how I think of it. Because I'm reading a book right now about Dusty Rhodes and his legacy. And I'll tell you what, if you've not read that book called Reflections of a Dream, The Dusty Rhodes Story, you definitely owe it to yourself to order it or even read it yourself. It is very sad, but it's also a very unique, very, uh, let's just say, uh, fascinating book, to say the least. Okay, John was going to say something now, so John, we'll go back to you now before we continue on. All right. In honor of what happened, I think it's time that we do this. Almighty God, we thank you for being here and letting us do what we do today and and letting us have this moment here today like usual here in our other shows. But right now, as of tonight, we want you to hold your loving arms around those people who got hurt. Be with them right now, and that's the, on- that's the only thing we need at this moment tonight. Um, be with them. Our thoughts and prayers go out to them and be with them right now. Comfort them at this time and let them know that they are safe, 
that they are safe and that they won't have to face face any more evil fears anymore anymore here in this world and let them hope they have peace and that's all we ask in the name of the Lord of your son the king of kings the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins and let us and for a moment to God as well Let's find some justice for that kill. Hopefully, you're not our judge, you're not our jury, but not our executioner. But hopefully, find some justice for that bastard as he, as he goes under, if he goes under the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. Well said, John. Thank you very much. And I did send you a couple of things also. You can get to that when you get to that. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, also, we have some other news uh, going on right now as we are getting some news coming into the studio. So please bear with us. Thank you very much uh, again, John, for your thoughts. Uh, we did hear tonight, however, that the WWE is doing their show in the UK, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be getting updates throughout the afternoon, however, on that show. Also, ladies and gentlemen, here are the matches that we've heard so far, believe it or not, that will be held this week as far as main event goes. It'll be Matt Hardy taking on Kurt Hawkins, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson taking on Heath Slater and Rhino. So there you go. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, however, that uh, believe it or not, over the weekend, however, there was some big news in the world of wrestling, which we'll get into now, however, before we get into the football talk. John, we heard the big news yesterday, however, and it has been confirmed to us. It will be Kenny Omega taking on Chris Jericho in Japan in January. Uh, Chris Jericho, of course, uh, right now, not making very friendly uh, friends in the WWE right now, and it says how no one knew how the WWE was going to happen how until it aired on NJPW's Power Struggle Saturday. Your thoughts about the big announcement between Jericho and Omega set for Japan in January? You know what I say about that? Vince, Vince just need, needs to deal with it. Yes, I heard he was not very happy. I heard Triple H and Stephanie were a little cheesed about the ordeal too, however. But mm-hmm. more so Vince. I heard Vince was more angry than anything, however. And I heard he was not very happy about this ordeal, however. And uh, he said that uh, Jericho kind of knifed him in the back, if you will, however, by betraying him, however, and making that big announcement just a couple of days ago. But you know what? I agree with you. I mean, Jericho hasn't fought since last summer, however. I mean, he's basically at this point deciding on whether or not, however, he will uh, be uh, back in time however, for the Rumble, maybe in January, or maybe WrestleMania next year. But I think right now, however, I think WWE at this point, however, will be very interesting to see what happens, however, because there has been talk, however, that they want to get Jericho back in for one of the big shows, but the question is, which show, who will he go up against? I really don't know, however, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. But right now, it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, however, that uh, View Entertainment late night viewers, Jimmy Fallon, will not have any shows this week, starting tonight, however, and throughout the week. Yeah, I heard because of his of um... mother. His mother, yes. And uh, we would like to send out get well, uh, our thoughts and prayers with Jimmy Fallon's friends and family and fans uh, over the loss of his mother as she passed away over the weekend, however. Very, very traumatic ordeal. Also, ladies and gentlemen, getting back to some wrestling news real quick, however, before we continue get into the football talk, however, and then get into birthdays and dates with John, however, we understand that WWE has just announced, and John, you're not going to believe this, however, that coming up on SmackDown Live tomorrow night, not only do we have the so-called match that is going to be AJ and uh, Jinder Mahal 
where the winner could become the new heavyweight champion. But Kathy Kelly reported this morning, however, apparently that earlier this afternoon, however, which was late this morning here in the States, however, that a match on SmackDown Live will be held, however, and you're going to laugh at this, however. It will be Becky Lynch, however, taking on the nerd James Ellsworth. Yes, I said that, folks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, apparently they were having a little Twitter war over the weekend, however, and Becky was not real happy about Ellsworth's comments to Becky defending his boo, Carmella, and now Becky has made a challenge to James Ellsworth for tomorrow night on SmackDown. Also, in addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that tonight, however, we will have a guitar and a pole match, however, between uh, uh, Jason Jordan and, of course, Elias. Miz TV will have Kurt Angle to start out the show. There has also been talk Miz might be taking on Braun Strowman after what happened last week in Baltimore. Also, Samoa Joe might be taking on Titus O'Neil. And also, there's been reports that Big Cass was on the Sam Roberts podcast last Friday morning where he said if everything goes right with his recovery from an ACL tear, he might be able to come back after Russell he says that he is practicing his Spanish, so he might be more fluent when he returns and might have a new gimmick. John, a lot of things going down right now in the WWE. Your thoughts about what's been <laughs> happening still, right I'm now? I'm still laughing at this Becky Lynch, James Ellsworth situation. Finally, that'll give me something to laugh about after my rant. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the other uh, thing is, I, I just thought. hope I just hope El- I just hope Carmella. I just hope Carmella's been training Ellsworth. Yeah, I would. I'd agree. I would definitely agree. And we haven't about, had a one-on-one intergender match say when uh, Lita took on Heath Slater. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. I think that was the last time they had that kind of match. What are your thoughts about the other matches that I've announced? The guitar on the pole match tonight, the Miz TV thing, and the Samoa Joe Titus O'Neil thing. Um, I'm very interested to see what's going on with the Miz TV. Yeah, especially after what happened last week when Miz and uh, Curtis Axel got slammed not once, not twice, but five times by the beast among men. And, of course, afterwards we saw Bo Dallas and the Miz hightailed out of Baltimore. Now it looks like Miz might be facing Braun Strowman after what happened at TLC tonight. And from what I understand, Curtis Axel's remains are still in Baltimore. Yeah, I did hear that. I don't think he made the flight over, I heard, too. I think he's uh, resting in a hospital bed last I checked. And I think him and Bo Dallas referring to uh, the Miz. Better hope, however, they don't come back on the plane, how they're all bumped and bruised, because I know uh, Maurice wouldn't be very happy with her baby daddy getting all welted up. But I think he's going to get some marks laid against him. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens there. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, uh, we heard earlier today, however, like I said, uh, Kurt Angle will be at the show tonight. We'll talk more about what happened last week on Raw in just a few minutes. Of course, uh, we understand Triple H over the weekend made a surprise appearance in Cardiff, Wales at the Insane Championship Wrestling event. And also, Sin Cara apparently got injured in Spain yesterday in Madrid with his ankle. They're not sure how bad the injury is yet, but we're still going to be keeping an eye on that as well as the Triple H story. We've seen what Triple H has done over the past weekend involving teaming up with Dean Ambrose and uh, Seth Rollins as a member of the Shield joining them somewhat, replacing Roman Reigns, who could be back a week from today. John, let's get your thoughts on those ordeals. Well, if, as I see, the way I see it differently, yeah. uh, yes, seeing Carr hurt, hurt himself and tri- Triple H being an indie show, yeah. I mean, does this, I mean, he, I'm, I think Triple H is trying to go into a baby face. Yes. Uh, I, I just don't know. I just yes. don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Well, what about the Sin Cara thing? Do we see uh, Sin Cara maybe out for a little while? I mean, do we see him? It's just a short-term thing. I mean, what's your take on this whole ordeal? As far as I know, he's ha- he's having a few with Baron Corbin. So, as far as I know, yeah. it's, not, it's like questionable at this time. Right, and uh, we'll have to wait and see if he's going to miss any time in the ring uh, due to this injury, but we will definitely be watching this very carefully, as we said, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows what's going to be on uh, tap, however, but we'll be watching this very, very carefully. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three ten four four pound and you can join us right now until five o'clock. I'm your host, the Iceman Jerry DeDromo, along with the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, don't forget, coming up at four o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, we will hopefully have the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie with us, along with the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel. Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw said he might swing by this afternoon. We'll hopefully hear from him. Also, King N.W. George T. Smith and maybe even the Black Widow, uh, MLD Michelle Lindos might stop as well. So, folks, you picked a good day to join us as well. Uh, now we're going to turn to John for birthdays and dates a little early, however before we get into some football talk, however. And when we're done with our football talk, however, John's going to step away for a little bit, a few minutes, and then we'll talk about some other things, or I'll get you some uh, stuff to talk about. And when John comes back, we're going to have our moments of the Survivor Series. Yes, folks, the Survivor Series is just two weeks away. So this week, we're going to pick some of our favorite moments of the Survivor Series. And then next week, ladies and gentlemen, boy, do we got a whiz-bang of a show for you. We're going to talk about Takeover. We're going to talk about Survivor Series. And we're going to talk about our least favorite moments of the Survivor Series. So, folks, you picked a good couple weeks to be with us here in the next couple of weeks as we head into Thanksgiving. So let's turn it over to John now with birthdays and dates and give us that Howard. and when we get done with that we're going to talk a little football news before John has to step away. John, go right ahead with the birthdays and dates from Saturday till today, please. Alright, sir. Alright, sir. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's all right. Don't worry about it. I mean, we're all feeling we all feel that way a little bit. However, that's okay. No yeah. And while, and, while John, and while John's seeing that, ladies and gentlemen, we will also uh, tell you, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder. However, that coming up uh, tomorrow night, however, we will be recapping our Monday Night Raw for you. However, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 p.m. Of course, John will have your birthdays and dates. Of course, he will talk about that. Gerard Smith and I will have your news headlines for you. And of course, that'll get underway on Revolution 138055 pound. And then, of course, join Gerard and myself on the Time Machine show of Wrestling Revisited this. Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 7 p.m., caller ID 139926-POUND. Also on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, before we talk about our Wednesday show, however, which we'll do after we do the birthdays and dates, check out Top Peel Inc., ladies and gentlemen. However, that's going to be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. You can bet on that, however. It'll be very exciting, however. One... 40562 at 7 p.m. Gerard, Michelle, myself, and the rest of the gang will be there this Thursday night. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll be back with Wolfpack Radio, 138521 pounds. So be sure to check us out this Thursday on our Double Dose Thursday. So now let's go back to John for our All right, I'm today. ready. I'm All right, ready. John, fire away. Hap, eight, 1982, Greg Valentine beat Wahoo McDaniel to win the NWA United States Championship. Yes, and that was a feud that was very big back in the day, I remember, because at the time when they first uh, fought one, I think, in the Mid-Atlantic Territory, that was about the time, I think, how our memory serves me, however, also, that I think it was when uh, Wahoo had his ankle broken three years before by the hammer. Yeah, 1995, Rick Rude beat Iceman King Parsons to win the WCCW American Heavyweight Championship. Very cool, very cool. Keep going. 1988, Kerry Von Erich beat Jerry the King Lawler to win the WCWA 
World Heavyweight Championship. Sorry, what were we saying about Kerry Von Erich? I didn't hear that. I was hearing he that. beat Kerry the King Lawler in 1988. That's right, and they would have a rematch, I remember, a month later at the Super Clash. Yep. And that's when Kerry busted himself. That's right, early in the match. I do remember that now. Yes, yes, that's correct. Okay, go ahead. Please continue. 1993, Hiroshi Hayes and K.G. Mutu beat Hercules Hernandez and Scott Norton to win the NJPW Super Great Tag League. Hmm, interesting. 1994, Two Cold Scorpio beat Jason to win the ECW World Television Championship, but he would lose the title at a second TV taping hmm. on the same night. Hmm, interesting. 1996, Tasha Simone beat Miss Texas to win the USWA Women's Championship. And Miss Texas, best known to you all, is Jackie Moore, believe it or not, who was a member of Kevin Sullivan's stable at yep. one time. That same day, yeah. in the Monday Night Wars, WCW Monday Nitro beat WWE Raw again mm-hmm. in the ratings. But on WWE Raw... Yes. This was the night of the infamous Pillman's got a, a gun angle on Raw. That's right. I remember that now. Yes, that's correct. I might play I might play a little sound clip if I can find it. Please do, by all means. And while John's checking that out, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to remind you that coming up on Wednesday night, we got a triple stacker line for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, 141387, where Mr. WCW will talk about the latest music, politics, movies, and sports, including some of the new movies this week that made a big splash, most notably Thor, which took over $120 million in its first week during the early holiday week of holiday season. And, of course, this week we've got two good movies that are coming out, most notably Murder on the Orient Express, starring Michelle Pfeiffer and Johnny Depp. And also, we got another one, which looks like that in just a few minutes. Now, John found the clip, so now let's turn it over back to John, who has the clip. Now. Oh, God. 
And, of course, USA, if you remember, had to apologize because of that very serious incident. It was very graphic, I remember. I know. I just watched I just That brings memories back. I can remember, however. Uh, please continue. All right. 1999 on SmackDown, Mankind and Al Snow, the combination of Socko and Head, beat the Holly Cousins to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Hmm. Interesting. 2015, Davey Andrews won the Ring of Honor Top of the Class Trophy. Yes, I do recall that, yes. 2006, our old buddy, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, made its pro wrestling debut at the age of 16. Huh. Amazing. Yes. 2008, Evan Bourne would miss at least four months as he dislocated his ankle during a six-man tag one week earlier. Yes. 2015, at a live event in Dublin, Ireland, Seth Rollins, I think we all remember that, tore his ACL and MCL. Yes, uh, we talked about that. I remember that night on Revolution, actually. We talked about it the following week on Raw Radio, I remember, too. Yeah. He did talk about all about that. Okay, please continue. All right. I don't know all these people, so I'm going to follow those birthdays, so I'm going to do my best to know them. Okay. Former NWA National Heavyweight Champion Chance Prophet, 38 years old. Yes. Riley Pierce, 33 years old. Cody Hawk, who's 44 years old. Zumbita, 43 years old. Yes. El Hijo Del Diablo, 55 years old. And Haley Hatred turns 34 years old. Happy birthday, tell them. Good. Today would have been the 112th birthday for Everett Blondbell, Blonde Bear Marshall. Wow, 112. God bless him. Huh. Yeah, he would have been 112 today. All right. What do we got as far as Sunday goes? All right. Um, and, and while John's searching that out, let me just tell you, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Outside the Rope show is 141387. Of course, we will be back at the debate table where John, myself, Michelle, and, of course, King N.W. T. Smith, the rest of the panel will be back. 139925 pound. Be sure to check us out this Wednesday. And then we'll be recapping SmackDown for right. continuing to talk more about Survivor Series and NXT and a recap of the past UK tour this week, however, this Wednesday night on Revolution. Again, the caller ID is 138055-POUND. Okay, John, let's go to Sunday now. All right, 1963, Jackie Fargo and Mario, Mario Milano beat Carl and Skull Von Strohm to win the NWA Mid-Sovereign Tag Team Championship. And Jackie Fargo, of course, the legendary trainer of one Jerry the King Lawler, who also uh, was one of his first opponents, I remember, when the King first broke into business. 1974, before he... Uh, allegedly killed WCCW, Ken Mantell beat Rafflin Pro to win the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 1979, Jim Garvin and Herb Calvert won the Tri-State Wrestling Tag Team Titles. Of course, Jim Garvin, also a member of the famed uh, Fabulous Freebirds Jim, as Jimmy Jam, of course. He also teamed up with his so-called uh, storyline brother, Rugged Ronnie Garvin, the man with the hands of stone. 
1990, Terry Funk won the USWA Unified World Heavyweight title over Jerry Lawler. <laughs> I can remember the match they had in Memphis in the empty arena. Did you ever see that match at all? Or ever, no, I didn't. Them? Okay, if you have, to, if you get the Jerry the King Lawler DVD or can find it on YouTube, uh, definitely watch it. It's in, uh, I think it was in Tupelo, I think it was in Memphis, like the old Mid-South Coliseum, I think it was. I think it was in October or some yeah, October, November of 81 or sometime in early 82. Lance Russell, the late Lance Russell, one of the true voices of wrestling who passed away a short time ago. How I used to love listening to his stuff. I mean, he was sort of like the Gordon Soley of the southern part of the U.S. But he used to call Jerry Lawler matches whenever he fought guys like Funk, Bill Dundee, among others. And uh, Lance called that match. And Lance really cursed out Terry Funk. I remember that match. But between Funk and Lawler in 81, 82, that was a very good, it was known as the, uh, like I said, the empty arena match. And it is still considered one of the most intense matches I've ever watched. Yep. Um. All right. 1991, Hiroshi Hayes and Keiji Muta beat the Steiner, beat Rick Steiner and Scott Norton. Well, actually, Norton was filling in for the injured Scott Steiner to win the IWGP Tag Team Titles. And, of course, I've talked about Scott Steiner before, of course. You talk about two guys who are very big in Japan, especially the great Muta, like you said, Keiji Muto and Hiroshi Hase, who also was a pretty good wrestler in the WCW, but was more uh, of a bigger name in Japan than he was here in America. Because he did have a brief uh, run with WCW, I remember, in the early 90s, in the late 80s, into the 90s, I should say. That same day, the Young Pistols won the WCW United States Tag Team Championship. Hmm. 1994 ECW November to Remember was held in the ECW Arena in Philadelphia in front of a thousand fans. Hmm. 1997 the J Crown was retired after the World Wrestling Federation demanded the return of the light heavyweight championship. Hmm. Interesting. At the time the title was held by Shinjiro Otani, Otani, as the title had been defended in New Japan Pro Wrestling and the UWF in Mexico. Yes, and Otani, of course, also fought Eddie Guerrero in the New Japan WCW uh, Battle of 1995. That was a great match, I remember. Okay. Um, 2000, the final ECW November to Remember event was held in Villa Park just outside of Chicago, and that was the uh, match where uh, Steve Carino won the title, correct? Yep, double jeopardy I, match. Yes, I had that DVD. Good DVD, because uh, there's some good matches on that DVD, I remember. On 2001, The Rock defeated Chris Jericho to win the WCW Championship. Mm-hmm. Also, Tess won the Intercontinental title over Edge. Hmm. Yep. Um... 2006, WWE held Cyber Sunday as it was a Raw-exclusive pay-per-view. But it really wasn't like a Raw-exclusive pay-per-view because we had some SmackDown people as well That's right. on the show. That's right, I do recall that And now. ECW as well. Yes, that's right. 2008, Satoshi Kojima and Hiroshi Tenzin beat Togi Makabe and Toru Yano to win New Japan's G1 Climax Tag League. Yes. 
2009, Adam Firestorm died from an apparent suicide at the age of 32. Oof, yikes. 2011, in a no-disqualification match, Tiffany beat Tasha Simone to win the NWA World Women's Championship. Two thousand sixteen in a four way elimination match, Brody King won the APW GRPW Young Lions Cup. Huh. Two thousand sixteen Kushida beat Bushy to win the IWGP heavyweight title and Evil beat Katsuyori Shibata to win the Never Openweight Championship. Huh. Happy 38th birthday to Jackson Andrews. Alexander Wolf turns 31. Eddie Ryan also. One buddy just got released. Sorry, Fulton last week. I remember that. Eddie Ryan also turns 31. Hmm. Kate Newman turns 28 years old. Frank Stiletto, we don't know about his age. Hmm. Uh, Francesco Siesto, 42 years old. Scott Summers, 29. Uh, Super Sassadango Machine, 40 years old. Neftali turns 47. Johnny Damon, 44 years old. And Sienna turns, Sienna turns 30. Hmm, interesting. Yep. All right. All right. And now let's get on to November 6th, if we can get it, but we got it. (laughs) Yes, and while John's checking that out, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting some updates, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, of Monday Night Raw. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of course, for you football fanatics out there, however, for the Monday Night game, which we'll break down here in just a little bit, it will be the Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions, ladies and gentlemen, All right. at Lambeau Field just after 8 o'clock tonight, so be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. All right, 1977. Oops. Oh. 1977, Animal Hamaguchi and Mighty Ano beat the Great Kajuko and Mososhi Akuma to win the AJPW All Asia Tag Team Championship. Yes. 19, that same day, Dick Murdoch beat Jerry Oates to win the Mid South North American Heavyweight Title. Well, let me ask you about Dick Murdoch. We've talked about Dick Murdoch before quite a bit. I mean, he teamed up with Adrian Adonis. He teamed up with Dusty Rhodes. Do you think this is a guy who should go into the Hall of Fame? Because I think he should. He was a tough brawler, I remember, back in the day. Yes. I would agree, definitely. Um, all right. 1989, Jerry the King Lawler beat the Soul Taker to win the USWA Unified World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm, interesting. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about The Undertaker. Although we did hear, however, and I think you were the first to report it last week, that The Undertaker has been penciled in for the big 25th anniversary show, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, will be held Monday, January 23rd, ladies and gentlemen. The Monday 22nd. Before, sorry, I'm confused there. Thank you, John. 22nd at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, of course. Tickets, I believe, went on sale this past Friday, and they're just about gone, folks. So those of you who are wanting to see the 25th anniversary of Raw, however, guys like Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, all those big names. However, if you have tickets, 
good for you, but if you don't have tickets, our shame on you. And speaking of Ric Flair, before we continue on, John, I just want to point out this real quick and get your thoughts. Uh, you already said that Dick Murdoch should go in the Hall of Fame. I would definitely agree because, like I said, he was a tough brawler, feuding with guys and teaming up with guys like, I believe, Magnum TA, Dusty Rhodes, the Road Warriors, and, of course, going up against guys like Ric Flair, the Road Warriors, uh, Ivan and Nikita Koloff, uh, Paul Jones's army of... Uh, uh, like I said, Shaska Pez Watley and Baron Von Raschke, among others, however. Uh, we understand that tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, Ric Flair will be having his 30 for 30 special on. However, I've seen the trail for it. In fact, he'll be on tomorrow morning on ESPN's first tape to talk about the show. Charlotte was on last week to talk about the show. i got to ask you, John, are you going to be watching? And uh, what is your take of this uh, big uh, thing of Ric Flair? Because I think it's going to be a hell of a documentary, if you ask me. Yeah, I might. I might. Well, like I said, you've got a lot of people are going to be interviewed in this documentary. We've heard guys like J.R., Triple H, Rick Steamboat. Uh, who else is on there? I think Undertaker. The Undertaker, yeah, The Undertaker has been uh, talked about. I think Shawn Michaels is in this piece. So it's going to be a very, very interesting documentary. And I said when they aired it, how I believe they had a sneak preview of airing it last week, however, in Rick's hometown. He got a little choked up and emotional, especially when they were showing some pieces of his sons, most notably his son, Reed, who passed away sudden, uh, a, long, a while back however, due to a drug overdose. And, of course, his other son, David, who he rarely speaks to anymore, which is very sad, to say the least. But uh, it's going to be a very interesting documentary, and you can bet I'll be watching that, too. It's going to be a very, very unique documentary. All right, John, let's continue on from Monday. All right, 1994 AAA, when Worlds Collide was held in Los Angeles in front of 1-3,000 fans. In a two-out, three-fall pair match, Octagon and El Hijo de Sano beat La Paraja del Terror, Art Bar, and Eddie Guerrero. And, of course, and, that, well, loss, good. and that loss forced Bear... Barring Guerrero to shave their head. Yeah, this was also, also the last appearance of Barr as he would pass away 17 days after this event. Yeah, that's a shame. And, of course, Eddie, of course, uh, dedicated his career shortly thereafter. I know when Eddie first got into ECW in Philadelphia, and like I think it was in early 95, he started doing the frog splash in honor of uh, his tag team partner, Art Bar. Just imagine if Art Bar would have gone with him to ECW or WCW, even WWE. I mean, those two would be a great team, because I remember hearing stories. They were a phenomenal team down in Mexico. All right. 1995 in the Monday Night Raw, in the Monday Night War, WWE Monday Night Raw, 2.6 TV rating, scored a 2.0 over WCW Monday Nitro. Hmm. And that was what year? 95, you said? Yep. I think that was uh, uh, that was about the time when, uh, what was our main event that night on both shows, do you recall? I think it was Bret Hart and... Hakushi taking on Jerry Waller and Isaac Yankum on Raw. I think that sounds right. Yep. I think that sounds right. Yep. And I don't remember, but what I do remember on Nitro was they stripped the giant of the WCW World Heavyweight title. That's right, because of what had happened two weeks before in Detroit at Halloween Havoc. That's right. I remember that now. And they were in, I think, I want to say Phoenix, I think, that night. I can't remember. But, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 1995, Ahmed Johnson beat Jared the King Lawler to win the USWA Unified World Heavyweight title. 
Yes, I do recall in USA WA, of course, uh, known as United States Wrestling Association, a very unique territory, however, that replaced WCCW around the late 80s into the 90s, but did not last very long, of course, as you know, however. Go on. 1998, the Dudley Boys beat Balls Mahoney and Masato Tanaka to win the ECW World Tag Team title for the fifth time. That was a great match. I remember that you had four great guys in there, Howard, who always could give it their all. I mean, you know me. I mean, I'm a freaking Tanaka mark. I love my Japanese wrestling at times, Howard. Tanaka was a hell of a Japanese athlete. The Dudleys, I mean, what can I say about them? Love them or hate them, Howard. And I always loved them, Howard. Even when they were heel, Howard, and being mean to the crowd, they were spit on and had stuff thrown upon them. They were one of the best, if not the greatest tag team of all time, I feel. They're up there with guys like the Road Warriors, the Dudley, uh, the, Booker, the Harlem Heats, the Horror Horsemen, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express. And as I've said many times over, I've been crusading this all along, and I'm going to keep on crusading it. I think they're going into the Hall of Fame next year. They have to be in the Hall of Fame next year. I feel they're the greatest of the greats. You cannot argue about Bob and Devon. Yeah. 1999, Terry Taylor beat Mike Rapata to win the NWA North American Heavyweight Championship. And we talked about Terry Taylor last week, about him and Ric Flair. I mean, like I said, if you're looking for a great Terry Taylor match, people, go back and watch the match he had with Ric Flair at the Superdome from the summer of 85. That was a 25-minute to a 30-minute fight. That was just incredible. 2000, in the Monday, in the Monday Night Wars, WWE Raw is War beat Monday Nitro. On Raw is War, Bull Buchanan and the Godfather beat the Hardy Boys to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. 2002, Jerry Lynn beat AJ Styles to win the NWA TNAX Championship. And, of course, Jerry Lynn, all known to you as the new effing show. Of course, Mr. JL also. He had some great matches, I remember, in the late 90s with RVD on television and on uh, pay-per-view, especially the uh, Living Dangerously match of 99. I mean, that match between those two absolutely tore down the building, I remember. 2003, Crash Holly died at the age of 32. Yes, very sad. A very a very unique individual he was, no doubt about it. This was a guy who could weasel his way into anything. He was sort of like the James Ellsworth of his time, if you will. He always found a way to be a little sneaky and weaselly, but he was pretty good as a light heavyweight, I remember. He was a good cruiserweight, yeah. I remember. 2006, Johnny Nitro won the WWE Intercontinental title over Jeff Hardy. And we'll talk about Johnny Nitro, Howard, a.k.a. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Impact, who had a big night last night in Canada here later on. Uh, very unique guy. Also later teamed up with the Miz to form the Miz and Morrison duo, a very unique team of their own kind. Yeah. That same day, Masaharo Chino and Shinsuke Nakamura beat Koji Kamoto and Hiroshi Tanahashi to win the New Japan G1 Climax Tag League. And again, some great wrestling there in the Japan League. Of course, Shinsuke, of course, Tanashi, we know about him a little bit, but Nakamura, the big name, and Koji Kemoto, of course, also a pretty good wrestler back in the day in the 90s, and also New Japan of WCW, very unique. Yep. 2010, Marty Bellin, Tina San Antonio beat Cindy Rogers and Jaina to win the WSU Tag Team Championship. Very unique there, okay. 2011, Suzuki Army beat, 
beat Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson to win the in New Japan G1 Climax Tag League. And Giant Bernard, now known as Matt Bloom, however, the age training fuel, or at one time known as Tenzai Sweetie. Yeah. Happy birthday to Jay Chung, 33 years old. Magnus, 31 years old. Johnny Cashmere, 39 years old. Ken Patera, 75 years old. Patera, 75. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday to that. Sorry. Uh, I'm not going to say uh, sorry, SOP, but I'll tell you what. This is a guy who's nuts. I've talked about this guy quite a bit. Yeah, we talked about him a few days ago. On we did. We, we did. We did actually. We did mention him uh, last week actually as a member of the Heenan family. Yes. Yeah. Horiyam Matsumoto turns 32 years old. Babaro Tavernario turns 24. Masakara Sagrada turns 58 years old. And today would have been the 61st birthday for Tony Rumble. So, that is it. All right. Thank you very much, John, indeed. And you can check all those birthdays, John. Uh, you can put those up in on This Day in History in the Facebook page as well, as well as last week's. It would be great. And the stuff I still have on my wall currently that you can rip off right now. You can add that to our other uh, page, the Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 page, when you get to it. And, of course... You can start that right away, and then with those other two days from last week and this week with on this date, however, please add them as soon as you can with last week and this week. Thank you very much. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. This is episode number one sixteen. However, for when or excuse me, Monday, November the sixth, twenty seventeen. Happy early Veterans Day to all those people out there. However, I hope it's a safe one for you all this week. However, and God bless you all. Uh, we are here until 5 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot to talk more to talk about. And before John steps aside, how we're going to get into some football talk, how when we come back, how we're going to have some Survivor Series talk about some of the greatest moments in Survivor Series history and give you our thoughts about one-time moments we've seen, however. And like I said, hopefully we'll have some guys coming on the line, including the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Valstink, and El Patel, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, GTS, the King of Kings, the Master of Disaster, the true Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, Gerard T. Smith, and of course the Black Widow, Michelle, Michelle Lindot. So folks, be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, however. Here as we'll be here till just after five o'clock this afternoon. As I was saying, folks, we're also going to be keeping you updated with raw results, however, that are going on right now in the UK. And I can tell you, John, the first match has now been completed, however, involving Elias and Jason Jordan. We did hear that Jason Jordan did win, however, however, so unfortunately he did win, however, that match up against Elias tonight on the guitar and a pole match. But we also heard that Raw opened up power. As you know, with however, apparently Curtis Axel did make the trip over to the UK despite the fact he was in the next brace. As a result, because the uh, Miz continues to poke fun of Kurt Angle, he is now putting the Miz in a match tonight against Braun Strowman. However, he says, however, after what happened, however, that this week's Raw, however, and the way Raw has been run by Kurt Angle, it is nothing more than a B show. Miz does not believe that Angle was innocent last week for what had happened to him his buddy, Curtis Axel, and that he should take action against him. Of course, Kurt, again, Kurt stands up for himself and tells him flat out, however, basically, however, to shut up, however, and be quiet, however, it's his show, not your show. It's my show, not your show. So there you go. And also, we understand Oscar was just in the ring. She destroyed a female comparator. We're not sure what her name is, but once again, the female fighting warrior herself, the, uh, 
let's just say the uh, what what do they call it uh, on NXT? I can't remember. However, um, the Empress of Fear. The, the, the Empress of Fear. Yeah, the Empress of Tomorrow continues to show fear into everyone. I'm telling you what, folks. I've been an Oscar Mark since the first time she stepped into the WWE. How and I continue to be a Mark for her. She is wowing me more and more with her style. And I'll tell you what. If I'm Alexa Bliss, if I'm Nia Jax, hell, if I'm even Bailey or Sasha Banks, I'd be very, very careful not to piss this girl off because this girl can hurt you. I mean, Bailey found out the hard way last year in Dallas. We saw what happened, of course. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, a few months ago, right before she left NXT, what uh, Oscar was capable of. I mean, she left the scene undefeated, unblemished, tower 500 straight plus days as champion, the longest term champion ever. And speaking of NXT, folks, yours truly, the Iceman, in just a few weeks, will be going to NXT, seeing it for the first time, Howard. Yes, folks, I'll be seeing Drew McIntyre, Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Colby, baby, Ember Moon, Payne Royce, Billy Kay, the rest of the superstars will be coming to Pittsburgh Thursday, November 30th at Stage AE, bell time, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are still on sale right now. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, at, if you're in the Pittsburgh area or if you're near Pittsburgh, to check out NXT. So that will be coming up a few weeks from this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the month, however, as NXT makes its return to the Steel City. Now, as we were saying, folks, a lot of football news going on, however, especially what happened this past weekend in the college and pro scene. We'll talk about the pros first before we let John step aside for a few minutes, and we'll get to the college scene when John returns and then get into the Survivor Series talk. John, a lot went down yesterday. We saw the fights, what happened between New Orleans and Tampa Bay, as well as Cincinnati and Jacksonville. A.J. Green, Jameis Winston, Marcus Lattimore. It was like a Pier 6 brawl. We saw your boys beat uh, Seattle. We saw Oakland come back to beat Miami, Howard. We saw Dallas, of course, beat KC. And as I said, folks, Howard, the Denver Broncos just continue to just basically fly south, like, into the ocean. The Philadelphia Eagles are for real, folks. And I'm telling you what, I know John hates me saying that word, Philadelphia. But the Eagles are flying high like an eagle right now as they pummeled, pummeled Denver 51-13. to While the L.A. Rams are showing more that they are ramming speed ahead. And Eli Manning is going downhill like the Titanic. They got whacked 51-17. to John, a lot went down during the week of uh, week number nine, and we wrap it up tonight. What stood out for you for any games or any particular moments from this past week? The Redskins. Yes, the Redskins coming big there with a huge win. Uh, you can't argue that. Of course, they did beat Seattle. A very, very good win, however, for them. You've got to give credit where credit's due, no doubt about it. I would agree there. Uh, what about the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles right now, Carson Wentz, are just playing out of control right now. I mean, they are absolutely maybe the hottest team in the league at 8-1 and right now. At Dallas, even though Ezekiel Elliott did come back yesterday, did not have one of his better games, even though he scored a touchdown. However, the Cowboys beat KC. KC continues to fall apart. I mean, they started out 5-0. and They have lost three of their last four. Denver has really dropped off the face of the map lately and are dropping very quickly as well. But the L.A. Rams right now, 6-2 and right now, are just absolutely the team to beat, it seems like, right now. My Pittsburgh Steelers were 6-2. and They got a big week with Indianapolis coming up this week. We saw the Raiders come back, of course, with a big win against Miami last night, thanks to Marshawn Lynch, who scored twice, of course, and, of course, held off the Miami Dolphins. We saw what happened, of course, with what happened between Cincy and Jacksonville and A.J. Green getting into a scrape. The Baltimore Ravens continue to drop like a stone. A lot has happened, including the Houston Texans, who, after losing to Sean Watson toward an ACL injury for the rest of the year a few days ago, however, came up a little short against Indy. Uh, your thoughts about these games? Wow. Yeah. 
It was crazy. It was it was definitely crazy. No doubt about it. A lot went down this week. I mean, like I said, we're not even done yet, folks. I mean, like we said, we got a big game tonight, of course, between Detroit and Green Bay. Of course, coming up this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, week number 10 starts you off with a bang, if you will. It is going to be very, very interesting. It is going to be... If you're ready for this, ladies and gentlemen, the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, folks, the Seattle Seahawks will be taking on the Arizona Cardinals this week, however, as the Thursday night game of the week. We're going to tell you also what is uh, next uh, Sunday and Monday's game here as we're going to pull it up for you right now, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you what next week's big games are. Uh, so bear with us, folks, however, uh, here. I'm just uh, doing that right now, so bear with me here, folks. Uh, here we go. Uh, this week, of course, we got, uh, I'm looking to see if there are any good games this week. Oh, here we go. We got New England in Denver next week, however, as the Sunday night game of the week. John, your boys will be at home this Sunday against Minnesota. That should be a very interesting game. And then next Monday, folks, the Miami Dolphins, however, head to Chad's neck of the woods. That's our boss, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw's neck of the woods in Charlotte to take on Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers, who came up with a big win yesterday, however, as they beat the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are floundering, just like the Broncos, just like the Chiefs so far in the last several weeks, however, and they will be posting the Monday night game at Bank of America's team there in Ric Flair's hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina, next Monday. In fact, speaking of Charlotte, next Tuesday, SmackDown will be in Charlotte at the uh, in uh, the Tar Heel State Ball on Monday night, however. Monday night Raw will be in Hotlanta. Yes, folks, Atlanta GA is where they will be next Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, speaking of uh, Atlanta, of course, the Atlanta Falcons will be back home on Sunday when they host the Dallas Cowboys there at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, however, at 4.30. But on Monday night next week, Roman Reigns will be returning back to action, however, a week from tonight, however, in Atlanta, and get you all set up for Survivor Series. So, John, we got a very, very interesting week number 10 coming up in just a matter of a few days. Yep. All right. Uh, I don't know if John has anything else to add, and while John's doing that, he can add some more stuff to our page, the Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 page, which, by the way, folks, we're looking for members of all kinds. If you have the network and you want to be a reporter and talk about wrestling past or present, feel free to ask me or John or any of our members. How We'll be glad to take you under our uh, wing, Howard, and we will be glad to accept you, Howard, because that's the way we are, Howard. We only have a couple of rules that allow this uh, sort of thing, and John will explain those rules too on Facebook, so be sure to check that out. In the meantime, John, if you want to step out now and do your thing, Howard, I will talk about some other things, Howard, when you come back, we'll start the Survivor Series Countdown. Alright. Alright, while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to talk about some other things going on in the world right now, of course, as we said, folks, a lot has happened, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, considering what has happened in the last few days. Of course, last week we saw what happened Sad to say, and tragically, however, oddly enough, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in of all places, of course, New York City, and of course, uh, in Texas, if you will, our thoughts and prayers are with those people, however, in Texas, if you will. So, folks, uh, be sure to say your prayers for all those people, however, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, let them know that you're thinking of them, because I know we are all thinking of them as well, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to check that out as well, however. And I will be back in two seconds. So when I come back, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, like I said, we will definitely be uh, hopefully hearing from some of our, uh, like I said, other colleagues who are here in just a few minutes, including uh, the Rattlesnake and El Patel. We hope to hear from him, ladies and gentlemen. We also hope to hear, ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you, however...
And uh, like I said, we'll be expecting the human suplex machine back here in a few minutes. Also, we hope to have King Annabelle back with us, ladies and gentlemen, however, as well as, uh, like I said, however, we also hope to have uh, Mr. WCW with us as well. Uh, a lot went down in the college scene this past weekend, and we want to acknowledge that Guest 3, however, mind you, ladies and gentlemen, has now checked into the chat box. Guest 3, welcome to the show, however. Uh, you got myself and John here, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, we do have, however, mind you, have heard Guest 3, however, has given us his main event prediction for Raw, however. So thank you very much, Guest 3. Uh, Guest 3, if you want to call in, however, too, feel free to do so, however. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, he did give us his prediction, however, as well. So, folks, uh, there you go. As uh, John said, how a lot has happened in the past week, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Uh, we also want to congratulate the Houston Astros, who for the first time in franchise history won Baseball's World Series the other night in Los Angeles. We also want to congratulate, however, our Mr. Correa and uh, Jeff, Mr. Correa of the Houston Astros, who proposed to his girlfriend after the game the other night. Which you talk about a very sweet story here, folks. This is just all too sweet, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, we definitely want to uh, congratulate Mr. Correa on his engagement to his lovely fiance, who, uh, as you know, of course, was sitting near uh, the front row, if you will, the other night at Dodger Stadium. Of course, uh, Hugh Darvish again got beat up pretty badly in that game. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. did not pitch that well for Houston, but in the end, however, it was a good solid win for Houston. However, and you got to tip your cap, however, to uh, Houston. I mean, Houston coming back after losing Game 6 the night before Justin Berlander came out ready to go in Game 7, and they were ready to show what they were made of. Not to say L.A. was uh, shown up in a big way, because they kind of were, however, but at the end of the night, however, it was just all about Houston, not L.A., even though L.A. had a few chances to get on the board, at least uh, try to... Uh, And uh, like I said, folks, however, uh, like I said, however, we uh, definitely want to tell you that, like I said, uh, the L.A. Dodgers, of course, thought they had after game six, however, the series was all over. And uh, like I said, they thought it was pretty much done with. But uh, unfortunately, the uh, Astros came ready to play in game seven. So that shows you uh, a lot of heart. And definitely Dave Roberts deserves some credit for getting the Dodgers to this point. But unfortunately, coming up a little short in the World Series, we almost feel sorry for them. Of course, they had thought they had won the series the night before and didn't realize it was seven games instead of six. Uh, so, unfortunately, Clayton Kershaw, Yeswell Puig, and the Dodgers coming up a little short, however, in their effort to uh, becoming the champs, however, for the first time since 88. I think they'll be back next year, barring any uh, changes this offseason. But I'll tell you what, however, you've got to tip your cap to the city of Houston. This is a city who, for the past six weeks, folks, has undergone so much hell with Hurricane Harvey and other issues. And now, to win the World Series for the first time in history, however, the city of Houston has reason to celebrate again, especially this time now with their baseball team, considering that the last three or four years they've lost 100-plus games each year, however, and they didn't do much in the free agent market, however, except build up their team slowly but surely, uh, bit by bit, and then to win the World Series and knock out the Yankees, knock out L.A., and then knock out uh, who they knocked down in the first round. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. Oh, Boston. That's it. The Boston Red Sox. A tip of the cap definitely goes to the Strohs, so congratulations to them on a job well done this season. Certainly well done and accomplished indeed. And I believe John has now returned to the line. John, are you back with us? 
Okay, John's not back with us yet, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, folks, we're going to talk some college football now with you while John has stepped aside. And here is where my stance is on college football. I'm going to get into some college football talk now. I'm going to hear from you guys, too, on this. Uh, we saw over the weekend Georgia beat South Carolina, Alabama beat LSU, Notre Dame. Uh, hung on to beat Wake Forest, even though they were crushing Wake Forest. Ohio State got pounded by Iowa. Penn State lost a tough one to Michigan State. Oklahoma beat uh, Oklahoma State in a Wild West shootout. That was amazing. Probably the best game of the weekend. Probably one of the best games of the college season, hands down. One of the top five, I would say. It's up there, along with Penn State and Ohio State from the week before. Uh, Of course, we also saw Wisconsin continue their march, if you will, as well as some other teams. But I got to ask you people, I've been talking about this so many times on all the shows and just not on this one, but on all the shows, too. Do you think it's time for an eight to 12, maybe even a 16 team playoff? Because I think there is. I mean, you've got eight or nine, maybe ten teams this year that have one loss or fewer, either in conference play or non-conference play. And right now, it just amazes me, however, mind you, that uh, so far, however, they have not done that, however. And I'll tell you what, you look at the first four this week, however, that happened earlier this week. Yeah, Georgia, Bama, Notre Dame, and uh, Clemson, however. This week, however, that could change, however. It could be Georgia and Alabama still being number one and two, followed by Notre Dame. But as far as number four goes, I don't know now if you put maybe, say, Oklahoma in the conversation, or even maybe move in Wisconsin into that spot. Because I'll tell you right now, how it's going to be very interesting within the next month or so, who stays as the first four, or which team bounces out of the first four. Because this week you got some pretty good games coming up. you got, of course, coming up uh, this week, Georgia and Auburn playing one another. you got Alabama, Mississippi State playing one another. you got Notre Dame, Miami joining forces. It's going to be a war this week, and it's not going to change anytime soon. Speaking of war, ladies and gentlemen, let us bring him in now, ladies and gentlemen. He is on the line with us, ladies and gentlemen. He is Cam Newton's favorite shopper, if you will. He's also Ric Flair's car maker, if you will. He is from Trinity, North Carolina. He will be at Starcade coming up just two weeks from this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure he'll be watching the Ric Flair piece tomorrow night on ESPN, or taping it at least. He he is the nature boy himself. Yes, folks, we were talking about the Mac Daddy himself, none other than Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hainshaw. Chad, how are you this fine day? I'm doing superbly coming at you here on a on a mobile route here right now, as, of course, I'm just now leaving, leaving work here to make a couple of quick stops before heading back into HQ. So uh, just uh, seeing how things are moving along. We're doing good, actually. Of course, we got a big uh, show tonight going on in Manchester, as you would expect. We just heard that tonight, apparently, Miz will be taking on Braun Strowman, we understand. However, we also heard that, apparently, we're getting updates on the UK show, that earlier today, apparently, Jason Jordan defeated Elias, if you will, in the guitar match. However, we were talking about a lot of other things going on. We were talking about what happened in Texas yesterday. We talked a lot about what's going on in the pro football scene, as well as birthdays and dates. Maybe you can share with your thoughts about what went on in Texas yesterday yesterday if you have a comment or two and also anything else you want to share with us right now. Uh yes and yes about the about that. Yes, I have been watching this very, very closely the situation of course in in uh, that little that little church in Texas. Uh um did understand the fact that there was that half of the church's congregation was victims of this heinous attack. Yes. Uh which was which was also a real huge blow of course, and well, and again, of uh, of all places, I mean, we didn't learn anything whatsoever from the situ- the tragedy that happened in Charleston, South Carolina, not too long ago. Apparently, the answer to that is no. Uh, so, 
So, looking back, looking on this, I mean, of course, as I did state in my promo last night uh, here in the radio network, I did, of course, offer our thoughts and opinions and even a moment of silence for those affected by this heinous act. This heinous we did, crash. too. We did, too, earlier today. And I can tell you right now, uh, we're getting updates on this. It says how our – it says how our – a witness says it just went on and on, How and apparently he was sending threatening messages, we understand, to his mother-in-law, believe it or not, however. Yeah, that's, well, like I said, all these guys that do this always are always going to find an easy way out here, but it's never going to work that way when after you commit a very heinous crime like this, especially towards those who really did not do anything to you in, at, to begin with. I mean, they were just... Innocent victims here. Very, very sad situation indeed. Uh, thoughts and prayers definitely are continuing to, to pour into all those affected. Uh, also, of course, uh, with on, on top of that, of course, I had a couple here, a couple of people close to home here, near my near my hometown here, sadly uh, uh, passed away between yesterday and today. Uh, so, uh, so I'm kind of feeling a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit down here as well. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, a lot of people here, I've mentioned this to many folks here before. Uh, there are two times a month that I am a part of a big, I'm a part of a big civic organization here near my hometown. And, um, of course it's a nationwide, yeah. nationwide organization, but of course I am in, the local chapter here. Um, uh, one of those people that I did mention was a member of this, and uh, unexpectedly, uh, um, from what I am hearing now, I've heard some other, some more tiny details on that situation. And uh, my only assumption that I believe it was sadly a a heart attack. That mm. uh, yes, he was only in his mid fifties, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, but he was uh, like I said a, tr- a tremendous human being and uh, offered so so much to like I said this church his community um, and 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 so much more and uh, like I said I have not heard any other details other than that but uh, uh, that but that's what I'm uh, it's, that's not etched in stone mind you because I'm not one hundred percent sure about mm-hmm. that about it yet but I'm just saying here now whatever the cause of course sadly. Uh, like she leaves behind a wife and a and a and a daughter who I do believe is in college, uh, up in in the North Carolina mountains. Uh, yeah. So, um, so but uh, she's she's actually down here right now. So I do believe so. But say say a prayer for the, for this family. Um, like say, even I don't have to disclose the names. I'm doing that mm-hmm. not to do that out of respect to the family. I'm not going to do that. Um, but just say this off. Like I said, just uh, um, just showing. Like I said. Um, been in, uh, like I said, love and love and honor there, of course, to this family as well. Uh, anything, uh, other, other, anything else, of course, uh, that has uh, popped up here recently. Um, to be quite honest, I'm, um, of course, still, still uh, looking forward here, and, and of course, as you did mention here a little while ago, looking forward to myself and of course, Mr. Hulkamania and Bob Ziegler making it over to the Greensboro Coliseum uh, this Saturday after Thanksgiving, of course, for the one and the only Starcade event. Uh, no updates as to yet as to the Senate card is subject to change. I have not heard of any changes as of yet, but 
Uh, of course, I mean, I'm sure they probably, if they do change anything, they won't make the changes until they, uh, until probably the day of. The show I'm back. Okay. All right, John's okay. back. Thank you very much, John. John, Chad's on the line with us. He's just filling us in on the Sarcade and some other things. So I was just uh, hearing what Chad had to say. So go ahead, Chad. Yeah, that, that's okay. No, that's, that, that's no problem. Uh, that's a problem. John, uh, good to talk to you here. Uh, good to hear from you as well. Uh, but uh, anyway, Anyway, other than that, uh, uh, a few other little uh, knickknacks here. I did actually spread out some. Uh, if you get a chance to listen to uh, Power Hour this past Saturday night, uh, I'm sure as you know, uh, of course, JD, you were on. And I do appreciate you. Do appreciate you mm-hmm. for coming on. Uh, but of course, like I said, after you left, we actually spread it out a little bit further, uh, bringing some uh, some extra. Um, some extra wrestling stories there too. So if you get a chance to go back and listen to the last few moments of Power Hour from this past Saturday, you'll be able to. Um, be, there are some interesting. interesting I'll be sure to check there. that out. And John, you said I think also real quick talk about wrestling real quick though uh, before we get anything else. Uh, John, you did say today is Ken Patera's birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ken Patera's seventy-five today, Chad. If you can believe that. Who who is it? Ken Patera. Oh, Ken Patera. Oh, the 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 uh, 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 man. Yes, the Olympian. Yes, indeed, great, super, great superstar. Uh, uh, of course, we had some uh, other birthday. We had one birthday. I did report last night during my promo. Uh, I don't know if she is still a part of uh, Global Force. Uh, of course, now, of course, formerly TNA. Uh, but Sienna turned uh, thirty. Yes. And uh, uh, speaking yes. of Global Impact, I want to talk about that real quick. How are John? Now you're in. I want to get you on this too. Uh, we did hear some of the stuff that happened. Uh, like I said, however. Uh, what happened last night, we heard Gail Kim won the knockouts title again, however, uh, like I said. And there was also talk, apparently, uh, Johnny Impact lost to uh, Eli Drake last night, thanks to some help, I believe, from the masterpiece, Chris Adonis, I believe. And also, Alberto El Patron made his return last night. Uh, I'm going to get your take on this, uh, what went on last night there at Bound uh, uh, for Glory. Bound for Glory. From some of the details that I did hear about it, uh, uh, was a uh, was a, a uh, was a good show. Uh, a lot of unexpected twists and turns took place. Of course, I did. I did. Of course, I think you did bring up this uh, last one day, well, sometime last week. But apparently, uh, um, uh, you did bring up that one one of the uh, yeah that too. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, the uh, concerning. I was concerning a. Uh, um, that it was a ladies' match ever having at Bound for Glory. I think it was uh, yeah, somehow, it was canceled the last because of a visa issue. We heard yes. It was a visa issue, but I think it was a visa issue. I heard yes. Okay, but I but also did hear did also did tweet out that she would not. And that was one of the stories I did emphasize on during our uh, during during the pro, during the power during Power Hour Saturday afternoon that I did hear that it was that uh, she was not going to return until January apparently. So. So, uh, so probably it's going to be a little after the new year before we probably hear from this person here again. Uh, folks, uh, GD and John, of course, please carry on here for just one moment. Uh, like I said, I did have to make a quick stop here, and I'm going to take care of my business here. Then I'm heading on my on my way home here. Uh, no I will return, I will return here in just a bit. Just a bit. I, I mean, I'm staying right here. I'm not hanging oh, no. up. Just, just sit tight for just no one problem. second. Take no problem. Take your time. No problem. Thank you. 
All right, well, Chad Stephanie out, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give you the number again: 1-724-444-7044. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound. This is episode one sixteen of Raw Radio for November the sixth, Monday, twenty seventeen. I am your host, the Ice Man Jared Dijon, along with the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and of course, Mister W C W Chad Hinshaw. Uh, John, I was telling you how if you want to get that stuff too, however, like you can go ahead. However, there's still some more stuff we can add, so you can do that real quick. And I know you did that right now. Thank you very much. Uh, I was talking about the college scene while you were stepping out, however, about the top ten. A lot went down this week. Georgia and Alabama are still number one, followed by Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. Ohio State's now out. Penn State's out of it. TCU, Oklahoma are still making their cases known, especially Oklahoma however, and Miami is too. What's your take on the top ten so far? Oh, it's got it's interesting. It is. I mean, you look at Georgia. You saw what happened this week. They won by 14, however, against uh, South Carolina. However, and not to say South Carolina was a bad team because they are a pretty decent team at six and two. I mean, Georgia's undefeated. They got their hands full this week coming up. Obviously, however, with uh, like I said, Auburn. That's gonna be a big game. Alabama's got Mississippi State. This week, however, the big game to watch out for, and this is the game I think that's going to really turn some heads this week, is Notre Dame in Miami in Miami. That is going to be one heck of a game Saturday night in Miami in South Beach. And I know tickets are probably going to go like crazy because you've got number three and number eight playing one another. Uh, Ohio State got whacked by Iowa last week by 30. They're going to be out of the conversation now and dropping out of the top ten this week. Oklahoma, even though that was a crazy game, they won by ten against Oklahoma State. However, the guy threw for 600 yards in the air and Six touchdowns. Baker Mayfield has just found himself right back in the Heisman talk, along with guys like J.T. Baird and Saquon Barkley. I think Oklahoma's the team that could win out, along with Clemson. I think Miami's a dangerous team right now, and I think those three teams could really change things in the next week or two, however, and make the top five, however, into a bigger top ten. And like I said, it's time to go to a 12-16 team playoff. I think the first four ain't working anymore, so if they can expand to 8-12, to 12, maybe 15 teams, however, so much the better. I mean, you got those teams who've got one loss or no losses at all, and it's just a shame because the playoff system just does not work anymore. The first four has worked for a couple of years, but now this year more than ever, like last year, and it seems like every year we fight this case and argument with everyone, however, it's like, which team is the true number one? Which team is the true number two? You know, we really don't know. Right now, however, it's a crapshoot on who's going to win this division and who's going to win this NCAA uh uh, championship this year. So we'll see what happens, folks. But uh, the bowl season starts up in less than a month. I mean, college football season is close, not even close to being over yet, folks. I mean, it's not even done yet. So, folks, uh, be sure to check that out, however. In fact, uh, we're going to take a look at some of the games, however, uh, coming up this week, like I said, folks. In fact, we will tell you about uh, some of the games to watch out for, however, like I said. It is going to be very, very interesting. So be sure to check that out. Uh, so I'm trying to find out where the games are this week, however. So bear with me. Like I said, we got some. Uh, like I said, however, we got some really good games. We got Georgia and Auburn playing this week, however, at 3:30. Notre Dame, Miami at 8 o'clock in prime time on ABC's Game of the Week, however, college football game of the night. However, we got, uh, like I said, I think some other games here. If I can just pull this up here, bear with me here, folks. And I'll be back in a second. John, if you want to get out the plug, I'll be right back. All right, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. ID number is one three seven four four pounds, and we'll be here till five o'clock. Okay, I'm back, John. Sorry about that. Okay, here are your games uh, this week. You got Washington Stanford playing one another Friday night. 
Michigan State and Ohio State at noon. You've got Oklahoma State and Iowa State this week, also at noon. You've got Georgia and Auburn, like I said, at 3.30. You've got uh, Miami Notre Dame at 8 o'clock. You've got TCU and Oklahoma this Saturday night at 8 o'clock. So you've got some killer, killer games this week that are going to be very, very interesting and could jumble off the pool again, however, and uh, make things more interesting. Because, I mean, tomorrow they're going to have the second playoff announcement of who the first four are this week. But after this week, however, it's just going to continue to be like dominoes. One's going to fall and then the other's going to fall, or they could all start tumbling down and make things more interesting. So we're going to wait and see what happens there, and I think it's going to be very interesting. By the end of the month, however, who is going to be the first four that get invited to the playoff system at the end of December, however, and plays for the national championship in January in Atlanta? You know? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, we've got some other news to report, of course, as I mentioned, of course, while well, John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about, uh, like I said, some other things, however, in the world of sports, of course. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just trying to find out some more uh, Raw news, of course. As I said earlier, I gave you the Raw main event predictions, however. I can also report here today, ladies and gentlemen, that Lamar Odom is back in the news again. Yes, folks, Lamar Odom. In case you're wondering who Lamar Odom is, however, he is the guy, of course, who at one time played for the Los Angeles Lakers, however, but they say over the weekend, in fact, yesterday morning, he collapsed around 2 in the morning due to the dehydration. One person said, however, he was at the Bootsy Bellows nightclub in L.A., however, as well as uh, some other nightclub visitors when he had a tough time uh, catching his breath, if you will. It later turned out to be dehydration. So uh, we're keeping our thoughts and prayers with Odom and his friends and family today, however. But this is a very traumatic ordeal, considering this guy has gone through hell and back, let's just say, and then some. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you right now, how we're getting an update from the Manchester show we heard tonight, however, that Samoa Joe and Titus O'Neill never did take place, however. Joe did attack O'Neill, however, but Joe did... Uh, uh, find out from Kurt Angle that him and Finn Balor, however, are fighting because apparently Finn Balor came to the aid of Titus after the matchup and they began to brawl. And as a result, Kurt Angle and security broke them up, however, from fighting. And so now, John, we can say that two of these guys, both Joe and Balor, are a member of the Team Raw uh, fight coming up at Survivor Series. Your thoughts about this? Oh, man, that should be interesting. Both oh, these guys are full. Good. Good. You would continue. Go ahead, Both these guys are former NXT champions. Yes. And they're gonna have fun, and they're gonna have a great match. Indeed, and like I said, with them going up against Shane O'Mac and his team, however, who knows who else Kurt Angle's gonna try to drag off the streets, shall we say, no pun intended, uh, of joining up with his team, however, and trying to get them to uh join his uh squad, if you will, however, in the fight against Shane O'Mac and Daniel Bryan and company. Uh let's see if Chad has returned to the line. Chad, are you back with us now? I think I just heard him. I think that was Chad. Chad, are you back with us now? Not all there, but yeah, I'm right here. All right, we were just talking about apparently Samoa Joe and Finn Balor now have joined the team on Team Raw. Kurt Angle made the announcement earlier today. Your thoughts about this? Ooh. Well, let's just say here it's not the first time I've seen these two guys, uh, heard that that these two guys have teamed up, of course. You did mention NXT, of course, knowing the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Yes. I do recall, do recall that, indeed. it uh, uh, be interesting to see how well they work together, even after, long after that situation has taken place. But, of course, it's all for the good of the show, and 
and who else is on Kurt Angle's team, by the way? Uh, right now, it's just those two have been announced so far. Joe and Bauer are the first two as of right now. No one else has been announced yet, but I'm sure we'll have maybe the whole field announced tonight. We might have half the field announced tonight, and then the other half next week. We don't know yet. Well, well it's going to be a good, uh, nonetheless, I think whoever Kurt Angle is able to get, like I said, I mean, uh, he's got himself a, he's got himself, like I said, a good, uh, uh, a good slate to start off with, and uh, it's going to be a, going to be big time when he officially announces it on TV this evening. It's going to be a blowout for sure. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And of course, uh, speaking of blowouts, however, I'm going to get into one more piece of news before we get into our main, main thing of the day, and that is a lot went down in the NFL again yesterday. We saw the Carolina boys win a very tight game against Carolina. We saw the brawl. In Jacksonville, we saw what happened in New Orleans between the Saints and the Bucks. We also saw what happened with San Francisco and uh, Arizona with their little scrape. It turned out to be a little no-holds-barred fight club action in week number nine yesterday. What was your take on some of the games yesterday that went down? Oh, man, I tell you what, uh, uh, football, the NFL here is, is starting to get uh, – I know we know I would mention this when talking about wrestling, but i I got to say that the NFL is starting to get uh, – this is, I guess, the term hardcore. Might yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, totally. Might be used to describe that, so that's going to be uh, that nonetheless, I mean, like you said, the Panthers did pull off a real good one over the Falcons. Uh, yes. Of course, that, of course, if, it, if if you have, like I said, you, you've heard about the greatest football rivalries of all time and all that, yes. you have got to, you've got to add, Carolina and Atlanta. Oh, no question. In the South, yes, I would agree. Those two do not like each other. Like New Orleans and Atlanta don't like each other, but Carolina and Atlanta don't like each other, too. Yes, I would agree. And like I mentioned, uh, John, earlier, you got Philly and Washington, Philly and Dallas, and Pittsburgh. It's like Pittsburgh and Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cincy, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England. So, But, yeah, uh, it was a very intense game yesterday. you got to tip your cap to Cam Newton with a good job yesterday. Uh, we saw what happened, however, like I said, uh, with the whole A.J. Green debacle. We saw what happened, of course, in the New Orleans-Tampa Bay game. Uh, what was your take on those two fights uh, involving uh, those two teams, New Orleans and uh, Atlanta, or Tampa and uh, Jacksonville and Cincinnati yesterday? Oh, Lord. That, what can, what, again, what can, again, what can, can you say here? It's just uh, it's, you're starting to see the way the NFL was, you know, back in the day, man. I mean, I mean, it's almost, almost like I said, how hockey is now. I mean, they're just, mm-hmm. they're, just they're, they're, they're just trying to prove themselves. Each team is just trying to prove themselves more dominant than the other, and if they have to go the little extra mile there by getting into these big time, uh, big time tips here. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, all I gotta say is, let them do it. I mean, why not? It's some good entertainment. Right, no doubt, no doubt. Of course, next Monday, your boys will be playing Miami there. That's going to be interesting. Uh, we saw what happened, of course, with Philadelphia crushing, and I mean crushing the Denver Broncos yesterday. Of course, the Dallas Cowboys coming back and beating Kansas City. Kansas City really in a free fall right now, obviously losing three of their past four. And, of course, they have been really struggling since that perfect 5-0 start. They uh, struggled again yesterday in Dallas. Of course, Ezekiel did not have one of his better days, but still the Cowboys hung on in the second half to come back to beat KC. Uh, the Rams of Los Angeles, I'm telling you what, this is a team that is scaring a lot of people out west right now. You talk about playing one of the dangerous teams out there right now in the league. The Rams hammered the Giants yesterday, 51-17. And I'll tell you what, I said, I've said i been watching a lot of uh, First Take and Skip and Shan and all those talk shows today, too. 
I'll tell you right now, if the Giants are looking for a change, they have got to make a change, either a quarterback or coaching, because right now, I think Eli Manning is on his last legs. He hasn't done had a really great season for the G-Men, who are really struggling, number one. Number two, I think Ben McAdoo is not the coach they wanted all along, Howard, and he is just really, really taking a lot of heat right now in New York, Howard, from all the people up there, including... Uh, one, uh, Mike Francesca from WFAN Radio, how, who has been really bashing him all year long. It just seems like the Giants are just like really getting chopped down the size this year, however, and so far in the last couple of years. But speaking of chopping down the size, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us to our next segment, the Survivor Series. Yes, folks, Survivor Series is two weeks from this Sunday. But here on the network today, we're going to give you some of our favorite moments of the Survivor Series. We don't have a top five, top ten list. No, no. We're going to give you our thoughts and memories of the Survivor Series. And next week, folks, we'll talk about our least favorite moments of the Survivor Series. And also, we'll give you our NXT TakeOver early predictions. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the Survivor Series predictions itself as well. And this Thursday, folks, promised to be a very interesting night on Wolfpack Radio. And I think Chad and John know what I'm talking about when I mention the date, November 9th. So we'll talk more about that coming up on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. But in the meantime, we're going to start with our Survivor Series memories and reflections. And to do it right now, we'll turn it over to the boss man himself, who gives us his opening moment of Survivor Series. Oh, oh man, there's a lot of great moments that are coming from me. I mean, all the pay-per-views provide the greatest memories of all time. Yes. But uh, I would have to say... Oh gosh. Uh well well for one, I mean obviously uh which was I think uh, actually I've got two moments kinda kinda tied into this. All right. Because and that is the two greatest Survivor series blowouts of yes. Number one, obviously from uh and of course I'll have to make sure I have my dates correct here. Uh, the, first, the first time being 2004. Yes. Uh, where, of course, obviously a team captained by uh, one of the only Hall of Famer, the late great Eddie Guerrero. Uh, uh, of course, uh, with uh, with of course some great guys in his corner. Of course, Big Show, RVD, and uh, John Cena. Yes. Against against uh, Kurt Angle, Luther Reigns, Mark Kendrick, and what was supposed to be Carlito. Right. Uh, of course. Of course, obviously, Carlito uh, leaving even before the match started. John Cena chasing him off. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think RBD is probably the only one on Eddie Guerrero's team that got eliminated. I mean, yeah, I know, that sounds like, that sounds like, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't think of that as a blowout, but, I mean, you got to think about it here is that, uh, is that, is that Eddie and the Big Show and uh, Cena stayed in it. I mean, Cena barely even wrestled. That's you know, right. You know, I think he was hurt around that time, wasn't he? Well, he was he was coming back. If you remember, that was the incident that happened. Remember how Carlito won the U.S. title on his debut? Was uh, after that happened? If you remember, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Cena was stabbed in the kidney, and Carlito was was at the time I think had a bodyguard with him at the time and both of them. Hey Zeus. Hey Zeus. That's it. Yeah, that's right. So that's how that's why I seen the chase Carlito off. Right. But uh, but in the long run here, I think uh, Angle ends up being the last last man for his team. Right. And when uh, he decided that he wasn't going to be a he wasn't going to go out that way, mm-hmm. RVD chases him back in, and then Big Show brings him back in. Cena gives him a uh, at the time it was called a nephew, mm-hmm. of course now we know as an AA. Yep. And then of course uh, um, let's see, uh, Eddie gives him a frog's flesh, 
and then Big Show comes in one, two, three, boom, that match, boom, there you go. The second one, obviously, and I'm sure y'all would know what I'm talking about, Survivor Series from 2006. Yeah. Remember when, of course, the team captained by DX, which yeah. included CM Punk and the Hardys, yeah. versus, um, yeah. obviously, uh, let me see, team captained by Edge and Orton, uh, yeah. let's see, uh, Gregory Helms, uh, Johnny Nitro, and... Uh, 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 Mike Knox. Yeah. Of course, Kelly Kelly was with Mike Knox at the time. And, of course, like I said, that match was a complete runaway uh, with, of course, Randy Orton trying to get away from uh, trying to get away from it all. And, of course, they uh, it happened in reverse like two years after Orton was the sole survivor of the 04 uh-huh. I think he was at the 05 one, too. I'm not sure. No, uh-huh. 03, 03, 03 and 04 he was. But right, in this right. case, the team that, but uh, DX, Hardys, and CM Punk pretty much cleaned, cleaned house with that, and boom. Uh, so, so I would have to say those two blowouts right there would 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 be. Uh, would, there's a, there's a lot of great moments there. There's no question, but those two would have to be, of course, on my on my, at least my at least my uh, my top two for the. For, for the for, for the long run for the long haul here. Yeah, that, that's a good list to start with. And before we get John's answer, I want to tell you real quick, uh, and I'm going to get your take on this, and I'll get and, uh, uh, John's take on this eventually as well. However, tomorrow night we already know that one match has been signed between AJ and Jinder, and there has already been talk that if uh, Jinder does win, how he will then go on to face Brock. We know, and John Cena will be the guest referee for the matchup coming up at Survivor Series in two weeks in Houston. If not, it could be AJ and Brock. Also tomorrow night, however, and you're going to laugh at this, how John and I got a real chuckle out of this, but this has been legitimate, and this has been confirmed now. After what happened over the weekend between Becky Lynch and the nerd James Ellsworth, there will be a match between Becky and James Ellsworth tomorrow on SmackDown. What's your take on uh, tomorrow night's show? <laughs> well, first off, like I said, the match between AJ and Jinder Mahal is going to be a good one. Uh, I, think, I still think either way, the champion versus champion match is going to be a no-brainer. I think Brock is going to pretty much dominate pretty much dominate that whole shebang, my personal opinion. But we'll get more about that when it comes to closer to the Survivor Series. But as for Becky Lynch and James Ellsworth, James Ellsworth, first off, like I said, has only been, been one thing this entire run in WWE, and that's lucky. Yes, so, yes. Uh, and, and, and him getting by Becky Lynch would be would be kind of like uh, – be like a be like a grandmother trying to pin, pin an old man, pin a, a man uh, 40, 40 years younger. Yeah, it would be the most funniest thing I would ever see. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree. Well, I I, Becky, going, Becky is going to dominate Ellsworth, and Carmella will not be not, not be there to witness it. <laughs> well, I hope I hope I hope Daniel. Though, uh, and I hope she, I mean, I hope for some reason Daniel Bryan keeps her away from ringside. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, John, we'll get your take on uh, the Survivor Series matches in just a second. I'll be right back in two seconds, guys, so hold on. Sorry, guys, the stupid elections are going on tomorrow, and I'm getting phone calls from people. Please support your local ground, Democratic, or whatever the hell it is, Howard, this week, Howard. It's like, okay, I don't need to hear it. And I'm going to be hearing that between now and tomorrow, so go figure. All right, uh, John, let's go to you next, Howard. Your uh, first few moments of uh, Survivor Series history. What stands out for you as your uh, top uh, early moments? Um, 1987, the yes. debut match. Very good choice. And yes. ni- 1990 would have to be The Undertaker's debut. 
Ooh, good choices. Very good choices there. That's very good. I like those choices. Uh, very good choices indeed, John. Thank you very much there. All right, mine are going to be very unique, guys, and here are my top moments. I'm going to go with uh, 1992, the matchup between, I would have to say, however, the matchup involving maybe, however, uh, Sean and Brett, the first meeting, however, those two fought, however, which was a very, very good match, I remember. It was a real good match. And I'm going to go one better than both of you. I'm going to say 2001, the Alliance and the... Uh, the Alliance versus the WWE Team Invasion, Howard. We saw what happened in that show, and, of course, what happened the following night. Of course, Chad knows what I'm talking about. We've talked about this on all of our shows, not just this one, but every show, is when Paul Heyman got kicked out the next night, however, by Vince McMahon, however, and Jerry the King Lawler, after being away for several months, however, because of our personal differences between him and WWE management and just the whole company in general, and also with his then-wife, Stacey Carter, the cat, Meow, uh, we saw what happened. Him and JR returned to be the Monday night uh, dynamic duo that they were, like Gorilla and Jesse, like Gorilla and Bobby the Brain, Bobby the Brain, Heen and Mean Gene, however. So I would say those are my first two great moments, however, as far as Survivor Series history goes. Those two stand out for me, however. Uh, we'll go yeah, back um, to the round. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but sure. um, the, the, moment, the moment that was mentioned from, from uh, the time of the invasion angle, Survivor Series. Yeah. And you, and you did mention before, because you said, because I know all about this. Yes. There's another reason why I know about, all about that Survivor Series. Please, go right ahead. Tell us. Well, it's because it was the last time a WWE pay-per-view was in Greensboro. That is correct. You are right. Yes. You are very right on that, yes. Yes, and of course, I haven't been back since, of course, which I do hope and pray to God that they, that they, that they ultimately decide to... Uh, they're they're, I read, I saw, I read on. I think I read yesterday morning. They were talking about it originally, but now I've been hearing saying because of financial difficulties, that's not going to happen now. Oh, financial difficulties. Let me tell you. Forgive me, forgive me, JD. I don't mean to like to the rain. No, name. please. Uh, the floor is yours by all means. I don't mean. I don't mean. I'm not trying. No, to No, I mean well, this is your I, chance to vent. Go ahead. We all vent well, here. That is a load of crap, and y'all, everyone here knows that. Because I agree. They're the ones. Let me tell you something. They're the ones who made the call to bring the two start using doing doing events using old WCW names. We read about that. We talked about yep. that. We, we we right exactly. But so the thing about it is, why why in the world would you want to just simply just do an event like that? Call it something with a distinction and a and and and, and of course don't pardon the pun flair of the name Starcade. Which of course, like even before uh, WrestleMania was ever ever in existence, Starcade came before it. Right, exactly. Way. I agree. I would agree. So, yes. I mean, why in the world would you not want to film it? Why yeah. would you not want to? I mean, why? I mean, I don't I mean, get it either. Why would someone tell me why? I don't know. I don't get it either. I would agree. I don't get it either. I do not get it either. I'm with you on that. Yes. Yeah. I would. So, so I'm sorry, but this is a no, it's story. okay. I mean, it's okay. You have it, is, it, is, it is a load of garbage. It is yep. a load of malarkey. And like I said, if they're trying to sell tickets and all that. I mean, it's even been stated, you know. In have, speaking of tickets, let me ask you this: since you, since you, since you are in the in the crossfire, so to speak, no pun intended, have they sold out? Basically, is the word have you heard down there sold out yet? Down there in Greensboro. My knowledge. 
I have not like, heard. That's, and if they don't, that's a shame because, like you said, it's Thanksgiving weekend. The kids are out of school and on vacation at least till the following Monday or Tuesday. However, if they want to do something instead of going Christmas shopping or go to the movies or do whatever with their friends, however, this would be a night out to enjoy. However, I mean, like we said, in the Star K DVD, they talked about this. How Thanksgiving was always the number one day that always sold out besides Christmas when it came to shows down there in your neck of the woods, however. And they liked watching those kind of things, however, back in the day around right. Thanksgiving Christmas. So this is a chance for the younger generation, I mean, I'm not going to be disrespectful in saying your age or my age, but this is for people who are younger like John and anyone else like Fonzie who grew up watching this stuff or just heard about it or become fans for the first time to experience something magical. And for the older adults, however, out there who remember the stuff back in the day, this is for them to reflect upon what it was like back then and have a smile across their face once again. Plain simple. Uh, exactly. And like I said before, you got to keep in mind about, I mean, I, I even in, in, I met, as I played it before, the um, the uh, the thing that uh, was posted from Tony Schiavone doing yeah. the old control center bit for advertising, mm-hmm. uh, adver- advertising uh, Starcade. I mean, yep. I mean, I mean, it, it, it pretty much, like I said, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, Stark. I mean, Greensboro is considered. I mean, he was right, right, uh, right, right on, uh, right on it when he, whenever uh, he said, excuse me, whenever he said, uh, uh, okay, Starkate Greensboro is the home of Starkate. Well, you're, yes. going, you're going right. You're going right about that. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. Um, and, and and so, I mean, why? But like, so tell me why in. In, in, in the name of uh, and I, forgive me and uh, forgive me, Lord, for even doing this. Holy heck! Uh, yes, so thank you. But why in the in God's name would you not? If you're if you're trying to blow out this, you're trying to sell this event, mm-hmm. which is like I said, a big time, a yep. big time, a big time event, a big time event, and all that. And yep. you know, they're, they're bringing something back here. They haven't had anything this big in Greensboro, like like we just said, since Survivor Series of '01, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. And all yep. they've had is what live events, live events, and, and, and mostly SmackDown and Raw. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and so, so the, the bottom line, the bottom line here is pure is, is pure and simple. It does not make any cotton picking sense if they're going to sell tickets for this thing. The only way that you're going to get the people you you're going to get this sucker sold out is that if you if you by any stretch of the imagination uh, you need to post this thing and put it on the network so that way everybody can who don't remember you got to remember this they yep. do not remember what what this thing was so they can see a give a glimpse as to what it is Yep, I, I, mean, agree. For, I would agree. For, 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 crying, for crying freaking out, why yep. in the world would you not do it? Why in the world would you, would you not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not, 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 not post it at all? Yep. And, 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 the, and not having any money? Mm-hmm. No. No, I don't, no, I don't get no, that either. I, I, I would agree. Clock. I'm with you. I'm with you. It I'm is a crock. It is a crock. I agree. Yep, so, I, I agree. Mean, so I mean, yeah. So anyway, anyway, I am so far. I I'm double checking here, by the yeah. way, and uh, according to and even WWE.com does not have anything listed about whether or not when the show was sold out. But right, uh, right. So, so apparently, see, that's what I mean. 
This is what I, this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I said if they put the word out they're going to televise it, then you know they might be able to sell a few more tickets. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but, no, they, they, but that's WWE for you. Right yes, oh well, yeah, I would agree. Uh, one thing I want to ask you, and then John, we'll go back to you, however, we'll start with you in the ne- this next round, uh, is uh, they were talking about Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega for Japan, however. It has been signed, sealed, and now it looks like it's going to deliver in early January there. What do you think about the Jericho-Omega match? And there's been talk that Jericho's getting some heat because of this, however, and facing Omega. Well, first off, it's gonna be a, I think it's going to be a great match. Yes. It's going to be a dot. A dynamite encounter. Um, obviously, of course, it, it may have been interesting to possibly even see it under a WWE flag, but, I mean, obviously, uh, right now we won't get our wish for that for, for any time soon, I guess. But this is the next best thing. Uh, but still, a great – I mean, but during the run, I mean, Japan's a good form, good good wrestling there in Japan. Yes, we've all, we've all talked about that. We've all, we all can agree here that uh, they've had a lot of great wrestling moments in Japan. There's no doubt about it. Uh, it's going to be a good encounter, uh, to say the least. And as for, you know, why, why, in, why in, you know, would Jericho be getting any sort of heat from it? I mean, that is kind of a hard thing to answer. Uh, maybe because, like I said, I, mean, I don't know if, I don't even know if he is still under any sort of thing with WWE or I don't not. think so. I think I told John, and John, I think I said to you earlier, didn't I, I think since summer he's been without a deal, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, in summer. So I think since we don't know since sometime over the summer he's been free of his contract. Right. So right. So 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 like I said, I mean, he, okay, maybe maybe. I mean, like I said, why in the world is he is is he getting like I said slack for this? I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, but uh, uh, but none but 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 nonetheless, uh, I would love to see one day Kenny Omega. Compete here, compete of course under the WWE flag at some point. A great um, matchup with a lot of a lot of the guys. Uh, of course, uh, I'm sure he's had encounters with a lot, probably half WWE. Yeah, I think he knows most of the career. guys that are in the WWE and then from other federations in Japan and other places. You're right. Yes, I have heard that too. Uh, also, yeah. let's. Uh, well, I've talked about that. Uh, let's go back to John now. However, with another. I mean, I don't mean to be rude here, guys, but. Uh, we're going to, I mean, since we're, like I said, we're trying to figure out, uh, like I said, however, mind you, how are uh, the top five. I mean, uh, like I said, I didn't want to put a price number or an actual number on how many moments we're going to do. But since we're going up against time, we're going to do top five today. Uh, John, if you want to give out your next two and then Chad will do his next two, I'll do my next two and then we'll go for a fifth one. And then we'll wrap it up by giving our raw reigns and uh, Monday Night Football prediction. So, John, uh, give us uh, your number three and four moments now as far as what happened Involving uh, the Survivor Series, please. Um, Stone Cold getting run over by that car. Good moment there. Yes, I remember that. Yep. Mhm. And and well, um, the Elimination Chamber match. Ooh, two good ones there. Real good ones. Yeah, the first Elimination Chamber, uh, being held at Madison Square Garden. Very good. That's very good there. Uh, what were you saying there, Chad? Have you lost Chad? Chad, are you with us? Don, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, I sent you those things, too, so you can get those two other things I sent to you real quick. Uh, very good moments, John. Very, very good moments. Indeed. I'll go with my next two, and then we'll see if we can try to get Chad back on the line with us. Uh, 
Oh, I hear him now. Chad, okay, Chad's back with us. Uh, Chad, you were about to say something. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'll be right back. i got to take care of one thing. I'll be right back. Okay, I'll do my next two, and I'll let you do your next two, and then we'll each go for our fifth moment there. And John, after I, while I'm doing my next two, you can put those two things I sent to you real quick. Uh, my next one would be probably when Sting showed up. I would have to say Stinger showing up was going to be my number th- is my number three because I think when Sting showed up in WWE, no one saw that coming. Everyone thought for years he would never be a WWE guy. He would never play in the uh, higher big leagues, if you will, after being in the middle leagues, however, for a while, like he was with WCW. Not to say it was bad, but for him to show up the way he did in WWE a few years ago, we had heard rumors all along that he was coming, he was coming. People said for years he would never show up. And then, of course, Triple H and uh, him would develop a pretty good match with each other at WrestleMania 31 in Santa Clara just three years ago with the NWO and DX. So I would say things showing up at Survivor Series to me was one of the most unique moments in history. I think a lot of people just got chills whenever they saw him come out there and they just were like, it was like Hulk Hogan had returned suddenly out of nowhere. And uh, the way Sting got that pop that night, however, when he showed up at Survivor Series, uh, what was it, three years ago, right? Yes. Yeah, three years ago. It just brought chills and memories back to me again. So I would have to say that was my next moment. Uh, my fourth favorite moment of Survivor Series would have to be when The Rock showed up in Madison Square Garden, making his MSG debut, I would say, in 96, however. I think even though some people at first did not like, however, what he did before he turned into the heel and became the cocky, arrogant leader of the nation of domination, I think to make his mark in Madison Square Garden, as I've said many times over, one of the biggest, if not one of the most famous arenas in the world, however, and the way he showed up uh, that night, however, the people of Madison Square Garden, however, had heard about uh, Rocky Johnson and what he stood for, along with uh, the rest of the Rocks family, High Chief Peter Maivia, and of course the rest of the Samoan family tree. But for The Rock to make his debut at Survivor Series, and of course, of all places, New York City, in the hallowed halls of MSG, it uh, was all too surreal. So I would have to say those are my next two great moments when it came to Survivor Series uh, moments in history. So those stand out for me. And uh, let's see if Chad is back now with us. Chad, have you returned to the line? Okay, Chad has not returned to the line yet, folks. But in the meantime, let's give you the number again. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 Caller ID one three pounds This is episode 116 of Raw Radio. We were expecting, hopefully, the Rattlesnake and El Patel along with the human, uh, along with Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. But I guess today, however, because of circumstances beyond our control, along with King NWO Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow, the lovely, lovely First Lady of Wrestling, Michelle Lindotz, who is still waiting to challenge the Iceman for the AWA U.S. Heavyweight title, however. Unfortunately, those four people could not make it today due to some circumstances beyond our control. So hopefully by later this week and next week, we'll be hearing back from them here on our show. Uh, of course, coming up tomorrow night, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about Bound for Glory of what happened. We'll also be talking about Monday Night Raw, of course, of what's going on in Manchester, uh, England. I almost said New uh, the wrong place there. Right now they are taping the show as we speak, and we're trying to get updates here on the show as we speak. How we uh, have not heard anything for a while. How we hope to hear uh, if anything has come of it, unless John has any updates for us. However, before we leave the air today, as I said, be sure to check out John's Facebook rant tonight. He will have a lot to discuss, and I do mean a lot to discuss tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That will begin just after 11.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, however. So uh, be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. We will let you know. He will have a lot to say, let's just say, on the Raw Post Show. And actually, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We do have an update, however, ladies and gentlemen. And here
here is the story, ladies and gentlemen, however, for tonight's show. So far, however, this is what we got so far. Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus and Zaro for the tag titles was announced for later. Kurt Angle did tell, however, believe it or not, Jason Jordan is now a member of the team. So Jason Jordan has now joined the team, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks are now joined the women's team, however, after they both beat Nia Jackson and Alicia Fox tonight. And from what we heard, however, mind you, so far, I don't know if this was the end of the show or not, however, but we heard, however, that Braun Strowman did fight The Miz to an apparent no contest as Bo and Kurt just kept trying to interfere, but Braun fought him off. During the match, Kane did come out and trade punches with Braun. The bell rang, but there was no announcement, though. Braun threw Kane over the top rope. The show segment ended with Braun hitting his running power bomb on Miz. So apparently now Miz has gotten his comeuppance just like Curtis Axel did last week. So I guess Bo Dallas, however, is the last one on the uh, food chain of the Miz Taraj, if you will, for uh, Braun to snack upon, John. <laughs> I mean, he was showing no mercy tonight here in Manchester. So uh looks like a pretty good show tonight from what I'm seeing so far. But again, uh, if we got that tag match, however, between, uh, like I said, however, Seth and Dean versus Sheamus and Zaro, we got a pretty good match tonight, however, coming up uh, in the U.K. Yeah. And let's see if Ch- uh, Chad has returned to the line. Chad, are you back with us? Okay, apparently he is not back with us. Okay, and while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will continue on, however, ladies and gentlemen, with our fifth and deciding uh, matter at hand, however, and we will turn it over again to John, however, with his thoughts, and then I'll give my fifth one before we hear Chad's final three, however, and then get his thoughts about what's going on in Raw. So, uh, John, give us your fifth and final uh, moment of Survivor Series, please. Fifth final moment, um... I have to say, last year, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Yes, that, that that was a very interesting moment there. Good choice there. Very good choice indeed. Uh, for me, I'm going to go back to what you said earlier about The Undertaker. My moment would have to be maybe The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan from 1991. I think that whole feud in Detroit, however, was very interesting. We saw what happened a few weeks after that with this Tuesday in Texas, obviously, but at the time when Taker and uh, Hogan fought in 91, and we saw Ric Flair play a part in that, however, I would have to say that stands out for me, however, so uh, that is my uh, unique moment there as far as Survivor Series go. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to go to Raw Reigns and predictions, however, hopefully before... Uh, we uh, hit the 5 o'clock hour. We will hear again from Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw. If we don't, however, we're going to cut it a little short, but we're going to try to stay past 5 o'clock here to hear Chad's thoughts and then give us his raw ratings and predictions as well as the Monday Night Football game. So, uh, John, we'll start with you. However, obviously, however, raw ratings and predictions and also the Monday Night Football score tonight. So, please, go right ahead. Sam Ballard versus Is going to be your main event. Okay, and what is your number? Um, 2.1. 2.1, and your Monday Night Football score between Detroit and Green Bay. Who do you got? I don't know. Uh, what was it again? Detroit and Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay. All right, Green Bay, and your score? Um, 27 to 20. 
Ooh, okay. I'm going to go 1.9, and I'm going to say my main event prediction will be the tag match with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro against uh, Rollins and Ambrose. And I'm going to say the Monday Night Football score will be Green Bay 31, Detroit 17. That's where I'm going to stand. I think Green Bay comes up big tonight at home. I think we're going to see a very interesting game there. And uh, I'm just, uh, like I said here, getting some news now. Apparently we have now heard... Whoops, I just had it, so bear with me here, folks. Sorry about that. We have now heard, apparently, however, uh, I believe they are saying now, apparently both A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey, I think, have not been suspended now because of their little incident yesterday. So apparently, I don't think they're going to be, it says the NFL will not suspend them for what happened yesterday, apparently, with Jalen Ramsey. So, uh, John, I'll send you the story here. Right now, that ESPN just reported how our CBS Sports, so you can post that right away onto our uh, club page. But, folks, I think that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm sorry. This is a guy who punched uh, Ramsey a couple times and then had him in a chokehold yesterday, and yet he doesn't get suspended? I'm sorry. That's just not cool. That's not uh, proper, if you ask me. And I think they totally blew that one, if you ask me. That's just my opinion, speaking it. Uh, let's see if Chad has now returned to the line back with us. Chad, have you returned? Well, apparently he is not. I thought we were going to have our boss and fearless leader once again, Mr. WCW Chad Hinch, on the line with us. But apparently he is uh, out right now, I guess. Maybe because he had another obligation. Maybe he didn't. I don't really know. Uh, We thought, like I said, we were going to hear from him. I think he gave us his uh, predictions earlier. I just want to check how he did. Uh, I think this is what he said earlier. I'm not real sure. I have to go back and just double-check to be sure. I think he said that his prediction, however, was going to be Rollins versus Strowman was going to be his prediction, and the rating would be a 2-1 if that was the case. I just want to be sure, however, before we uh, cut it loose here. Okay, Chad, was that your rating earlier, 2.1 with Rollins and Strowman? Okay, I did hear him. So, folks, we're going to stay here just a few extra seconds here and uh, get Chad's rating here and prediction as well as the Monday Night Football score. And then we're also going to get his final three as far as Survivor Series go as well. So, definitely, uh, you definitely want to stay tuned for that, folks. Of course, uh, we will hear from Chad on that in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, uh, other than that, uh, not much else to report right now. And like I said, John, I sent you that thing, so you're going to get that out right away. We can take a look at that, and people can look at that, folks. Uh, again, uh, in case you did not hear, as I just reported, ladies and gentlemen, for you football fanatics, apparently, A.J. Green will not be suspended for his little incident yesterday, which, again, I think is absolutely ridiculous, but, hey, that's just me, you know, that's just my opinion, you know. And like I said, we are expecting Mr. WCW back on the line with us here in just a few moments here, folks. So please bear with us as well. Um, John, maybe we can fill everyone in. Uh, like I said, how are some of the things that we'll be hearing tonight, however, on the post show? Yeah. Don't forget to see me at 11.30 in my post show about Monday Night Raw. And, of course, it's going to be no holds barred. You can bet on that, folks. So uh, just want to give you guys officially, however, the news, however, uh, ahead of time, however, uh, some of this, however, it is going to be, let's just say, TV-14 rated, if you will. So uh, 
If you're uh, staying up past uh, the 11 o'clock hour and near the midnight hour and looking for a good time uh, to listen to the best uh, post-show hour anywhere besides our own hour, you definitely want to check it out here tonight, hour just after 11.30. John will have a lot to discuss, as we said, here tonight. And, John, as I said, I sent you that thing. You're going to get that out right now. That will be great. Uh, as we said, and I just saw it, thank you very much. And we are going to go, hopefully, hear from Mr. WCW here in just a few minutes. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, how another thing is pretty stupid, and John just posted this a few minutes ago, is what happened in my neck of the woods. Uh, apparently, this past weekend in a high school playoff game, it seems once again the high schools continue to be a big story, just like the pros are. Apparently, we understand, however, it happened uh, this past weekend, however, and Clareton took on Summit Academy, however, mind you, however, to discuss a bench-clearing brawl. As a result, the two players ejected will not play this week, however, and they have been identified, I believe, however, as, uh, like I said, one was ejected following the brawl that occurred at Neil C. Brown Stadium last week, folks. So uh, a very interesting little uh, tip, if you will, last week, however. And I believe I just heard from Chad, so I think we're expecting Chad here in just a few moments here, so please bear with us here. We are right here, ready to rock. Okay, I did tell uh, Chad, welcome back, uh, John Chad, thank you very much, welcome back. Apparently they did announce just now, as you were, uh, like I said, however, a few minutes ago, apparently they did say, because of what happened yesterday between the whole A.J. Green and also the matter, however, involving him and Jalen Ramsey, there will be no action taken on either player, believe it or not. They have not been suspended and they will not be fined because of what happened last week. Uh, personally, in my opinion, I think it's ridiculous. I don't know why they did not get any suspension time because of that. I think they should have been suspended for a week or two because of this, but apparently the league said, no, that's not going to be the case now, and as a result, they will not serve any punishment time or be fined any kind of money, which is just crazy and outrageous, in my opinion. Well, and, yeah, uh, good. I agree. I mean, but it, it's like uh, positive and negative. They just canceled each other out, basically. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, no question about it. Uh, Right now, uh, right now, we're going to get your final three uh, moments as far as Survivor Series go, and then we're going to hear your raw rating and main event predictions. Also, uh, we do have an update, however, on uh, what happened uh, tonight in the UK, which I will share about before we uh, close up shop, and I'll tell you about what's happening there. So let's get your final three moments as far as Survivor Series go, and then your raw rating for tonight, as well as main event prediction and Monday Night Football score. Okay. Well, two of two my two, two of the final three. Survivor Series moments actually come from the same same Survivor Series. All right. Both of them come from the 03 Survivor Series. All right. Uh, the first one, of course, the World Heavyweight title match between Goldberg and Triple H. Yeah. Uh, all the members of Evolution getting involved in this and Goldberg taking them all out. Even with a shattered ankle, was able to retain the World Heavyweight title big time here. Um, at the second moment, obviously, was when... With the help of Kane, Vince McMahon defeated the Undertaker. It was the last time we saw the Undertaker as the as the biker Undertaker. Of course, he would of course come back at WrestleMania 20 the following year uh, as of course the dead man that we all know and love. So, mm-hmm. uh, and my last one. Oh, there's there there is so many. I, well, okay, I got. And this also has to do with The Undertaker. I'm sure, John, you definitely appreciate this moment here. Survivor Series, and, yeah, Survivor Series 1991, 
with the help of Ric Flair, the Undertaker beats Hulk Hogan to win the WWF title. That's the yeah. one I. That's the one I took too. Yeah, from '91. Yeah, yeah. so there you go. That's my moments right there, folks. So Survivor Series. Okay, very good moment indeed. How and do you have a fifth one, maybe? Well, I just gave you three of them, bud. Oh, you did. You gave. Oh, you gave all three in one. The okay, three from '03 and the other one was from '90. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. I thought you were doing them separate. Okay, no problem. Okay, well, let me do another one. I can do. I can no, 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 wait, 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 oh, 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 oh. Chill, chill out. Simmer down now, simmer down now. I did two of them from the same event, so I get this only for, like, I kind of tie in as one. Anyway, that's from the same show. Well, I came up with another one. I came up with another one here. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, bear, bear, uh, bear with me here. Uh, uh, well, I, my other one has to be another moment from the 04 one uh, when Randy Orton was the sole survivor. Yes. Yes, and that and that was a great Survivor Series Raw. It was, a, it was the Raw Survivor Series match where the winning team would win control of Raw for a week's time, and thanks to Orton, it was Orton, it was Jericho, Benoit, and Maven, which I thought was. It was great getting my um, Triple H, Batista, Stinsky, and Edge, which, which was awesome. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. I, I'm set. There you go. Okay, there you go, huh? All right, uh, very good. Thank you very much. And uh, my, my moments were good, too, and John hurt me. Uh, the Hogan one was a good one you mentioned. I mentioned Sting was another one, which was really good, however. And uh, you picked, you definitely picked uh, some good ones there, so thank you very much. All right. Uh, before we wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen, I want to see if anyone has any closing arguments to say. Uh, John, we'll start with you. No. Dad, what about you? Uh, other than sure to catch us, like I said, Revolution tomorrow night from 9 to 11. Uh, our, our live video feed will be from the group dedicated to Frontier and Martial Arts Wrestling, FMWUS, Honor Thy Frontier. Uh, we will talk about Raw. Of course, latest wrestling news and views, and also history and birthdays, and some more from the list of the 152 greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, hopefully, like I said, come on in and join us here tomorrow night from 9 to 11, 138055 pound uh, for that. And then, other than um, what you have in store next year, JD, that's all I pretty much have. Okay, real quick, we'll get you to raw ratings, and we'll also get your Monday Night Football score prediction. First off, the Monday Night Football score between Detroit and Green Bay in Lambeau tonight. What do you expect there? Okay, Green Bay, who was facing Green Bay tonight? Detroit. Detroit. Uh, it's going to be a good encounter, good, good, good match, good football here. Uh, two, two great teams. I'm going to say um, there's not going to be any upsets here because I'm sure both have beaten each other many, many times over. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Green Bay defeats Detroit in overtime. Mm. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, Chad. You were saying now? Go ahead. I was saying, I was saying that there's not going to be any upsets in this because both teams have, be, have played each other many, many times over the years and yep. one has beaten the other each and every time. Um I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say this is going. This is going to go into uh, uh, overtime, and I'm gonna say Green Bay over Detroit, 27-20. All right, and I pick 31-17 Green Bay. What about your raw rating and main event prediction? Okay, uh, the ratings predictions for tonight's raw. Uh, like I said, I mean, Kurt Angle. Obviously, you did mention this earlier, making the announcement about the. 
uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor being a part of his Survivor, his Survivor Series men's team. Yes. Um, I think you did mention about uh, – I think you, you, that you mentioned that Strowman was going to be facing somebody else. I did mention something I earlier. Think it's the, yes, it's The Miz. Okay, The Miz and Strowman. I predicted The Miz and Strowman. And, and, and even even JD might find this kind of off the wall a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's that's all right. Because I even think of it myself as kind of being off the wall. I'm gonna say the Miz and Strowman is gonna be the main event. Uh, right. And but but don't but don't count this match not even lasting two or three minutes before the Miz-Taraj gets involved, and and after and coming in behind it. Don't be surprised if you heard if you hear that somehow the Shield plays a role in this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I'm gonna say the Miz and Strowman will be the main event. As for ratings, yes. they've been off, they've been up and down. We've talked about that many times here lately. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. We're gonna give it an even. We're gonna give it a good even. I'm gonna say 2.2. All right, and uh, Neil has just told me it, it's going to be Rollins versus Strowman. Prediction 2.1. So there you go. That is his prediction. I did hear some more news, however. About tonight's show, how I can tell you real quick, Howard, and I'll let you know what's going on there real quick, Howard. I did inform uh, John what's going on, Howard, and here is the latest update on that right now, so we can pull this up real quick before we wrap it up. Here's what we got so far, however. It, I just heard, however, this is the story here. Uh, apparently, like I said, Howard, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, however, versus Sheamus and Zara for the tag titles was announced the later. Backstage, Kurt tells Jason Jordan that he is the member of a Team Raw, so there is another team member right there. Bailey and Sasha Banks beat Nia Jax, however, mind you, and Alicia Fox. Sasha taps out Alicia. Afterwards, Alicia says that she needs both Bailey and Sasha on her team, so apparently that's all done with. Braun fights the Miz to an apparent no contest. Bo and Curtis keep trying to interfere, or kept trying to interfere, but Braun fought them off. During the matchup, Kane came out and traded punches with Braun. The bell rang, but there was no announcement, though. Braun threw Kane over the top rope. The whole segment then ended with Braun hitting his running powerbomb on Miz. Now, this just happened a few minutes ago, however. Enzo comes out until he was interrupted by Kalisto. comes out to watch the match. Enzo was talking again when Pete Dunne's music came on. Yes, Pete Dunne made his uh, Raw debut tonight, and Kurt came out and said it would be Cruiserweight versus Bruiserweight. As a result, Pete Dunne beats Enzo, how you doing, with his pump handle slam finishes. So Pete Dunne making quite a splash tonight, guys, on his uh, debut at Monday Night Raw in Manchester. Uh, J.D., can I ask a quick question about Pete Dunne? Yes, by is all means. He, please is, 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 is it he that's currently holding that United Kingdom belt? Yes, he's the one who defeated Tyler Bate back in Maine, Chicago. Yes, correct. Yes. So he's still, hold, he's still holding it now? I believe so, yeah. Has that belt been defended any any more at all since he won? It has not been defended since that uh, UK uh, tournament, which is a shame. And I wish they would defend that thing. That would be pretty awesome. Yes, it would. I mean, they need they need to because I mean, if they've been disciplining a lot of those matches, especially on NXT, and all, I don't know why in the world they just won't they, they won't. Uh, you know, if they want to do a good champion versus champion match, that would be a good one right there. I mean, oh, yes, I would agree. Even Pete Dunne versus uh, someone like maybe Drew McIntyre would be a great match, I think, even. You know? Yes, it 
Yes, it is. And I will be seeing, like I said, I will be seeing NXT, of course, I did mention, coming up three weeks from this coming uh, when, uh, Thursday, shall we say. Or, yeah, three weeks from Thursday, on November 30th, when NXT returns to Pittsburgh at Stage AE. I already got my tickets this morning, Howard, so I'm looking forward to attending that show the Thursday after Thanksgiving. That is going to be a very, very good time. The last time they were in Pittsburgh was in March. I really wanted to go. That was at the time when Bobby Roode and Nakamura were in town. Now, hopefully, I'll be seeing people like Ember Moon, Kari Sane, uh, the Authors of Pain, maybe, uh, Sanity. It's going to be a really good show. And tickets are still available for that show, by the way, I think, unless they sold out already. But they are on sale right now at Stage AE, so be sure to check that out uh, coming up in three weeks, however, when they come to Pittsburgh on Thursday night, November the 30th. On that note, folks, we're going to wrap it up here. And again, I do want to thank all my colleagues for coming in today. Of course, I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine. I do want to thank Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, who I know is getting ready for that Ric Flair documentary tomorrow night, as am I, and I think we all are. Otherwise, I'll be taping that tomorrow night, but I probably will be. And I want to thank all of you, the viewers, for listening to us. Next week, folks, we got a great show lined for you. Hopefully, we'll have our more guests join us next week as well as tomorrow night, where we'll be talking about the aftermath of the UK show. Check out John's Facebook page at GROHS at Facebook.com. Check out Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0. Check out all of our WCW home pages as well, led by our captain, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw. We'll give you the information on that on Facebook as well. But, folks, next week we will be talking about the least favorite moments of the Survivor Series, but also we'll give you our early predictions for the Survivor Series and NXT TakeOver from Houston as well. So, folks, we hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday evening and enjoy your week as well. We'll be back in the same saddle next week, ladies and gentlemen. So, for now, as we take you out, John's got the music ready to go for tonight. John, I think you're ready with that. We want to thank you all again. This is the uh, captain, Mr. Uh, J.D. himself, however, the Iceman, saying so long from ringside and... With my colleagues, we bid you adieu and good night, and we will talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone. John, take us out. Oh, he took me out. John, are you there still? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, what music have we got uh, to close out tonight? Do we know? How's that? (laughs) Perfect. Hold on. Can you hear it? I can hear it, yeah. Go ahead. All right.